I, I didn't want to be boring like adult speak there, but I just wanted to share some of my useless like university marketing with uh with y'all. <laughs> yes. Useful information in this context. Yes. Probably not in the rest of life. Much <laughs> like my uh, my screenwriting and journalism education. Ooh, uh, uh. <laughs> Hey, you never know. You could go on to uh, write the next Fury Road. <laughs> yeah, with my uh, with my Beast Wars spec script. Fuck yeah. <laughs> They're like, we like what you're thinking, but instead of Beast Wars, what if it was another Mad Max movie? <laughs> How would you feel about that? I'd be like, um... I'm listening. <laughs> uh, how many zeros are on that check? <laughs> Three? Sure. Yes, sir. <laughs> Uh, my asking price is low. Reboot. What's it gonna add? You're prepared for a giant monster made entirely of nulls stomping around mainframe? I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> How do you plan for that? Is this still happening? Mainframers, welcome to another episode of Alpha Numeric, the show where three 90s kids talk about a 90s cartoon called Reboot. On this week's podcast, we are reviewing the episode Bad Bob. It came out on the 21st of September, 1995 in Canada, but the 14th of October in 1995 of the U.S., I am one of your hosts, NeoCal, and I am joined by my two co-hosts, one of which is Christopher Siege. Salivations, ex-humans. And the other co-host, A.P. Snidler. Hello, everyone. Did I forget to say salivations, ex-humans? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just thought I'd, uh, you know, throw that in there. <laughs> Did I say salivations? <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Nah. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> next time, Gadget, next time. Next time. Yeah. Soon. Uh, speaking of gravelly-voiced spooky dudes, whom you don't see the face... Bad Bob. It's a Mad Max episode, folks. <clears throat> yep. And uh, one of the things that I kind of dig about the title, uh, the title of the episode Bad Bob, is it is much like Mad Max, which the, the game featured in this episode is a clear riff on. Bad Bob is also an alliteration, just like Mad Max. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bad Bob. Mad Max. Today Bad I learned. Yep. Bad Bob. Bad uh, Bob. But how, how, how is... Uh... How is the siege and the sniddler? How 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 are you guys? I have a splitting headache right now. Oh, uh oh, well, that sucks. And I've taken six Advil to to combat it, and uh, so far it has not been effective. Oh, it is. Damn it, drugs! Do your job. <clears throat> drugs. We hired you for. We bought you for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> do how it. About the sniddler? Do it, I say. Hmm. How about the sniddler? I'll see. The Sniddler is okay. The Sniddler is Sniddler is good. Sniddler is wise. The Sniddler is AP. Sniddler is AP. <laughs> That's Got right. It. Whatever that means. 
absolutely fantastic with a ph oh wow that's right fantastic. holy cow very, i just very, made that up very primal in nature absolutely it is, yes fantastic i like that <laughs> well is, is fantastic like how you describe a girl with a thick thick behind <clears throat> i totally would if that's what i said yes all I right. Said, I said fantastic, but just mis- misspelled. It. <laughs> I thought you said fatastic <laughs> no. with the pH. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, I would. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think that would go over very well, but that could no. just be me. <laughs> Mixed audience. <All> right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Read the room. Yeah. <laughs> well, room, tell us is fatastic um, an inappropriate term? <laughs> Come and bother Very us. It's an appropriate term for this episode. Those are the walls talking. It is a fantastic episode. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastically. Is your place haunted? Hmm? Is your place haunted? Yeah, it's my walls talk all the time. Oh, shit. Yeah. I think it's my neighbors, but it's more fun to pretend it's ghosts. <laughs> well, well, that's canon now. Yeah. <laughs> the ghost. Oh shit! Oh, shit. You, you literally have ex humans in your place yeah, right now. Ex humans everywhere. Mother of God. Yeah. <laughs> they live. Yeah. Uh, oh shit! Now we're bringing aliens into this. Oh no. <laughs> right. I've, although I've never actually seen they live. I just mm. I, I know of it. What is? Neither it? have I. I'll be honest. Neither have I. Is an alien no movie? references. Yeah, it's a John Carpenter film that starred uh, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah, and what the fuck? Yeah, you know that famous line, that oft-quoted line, I came here to kick ass and chew bubblegum, but I'm all out of bubblegum? Yeah. yeah. That's from that movie. Oh, what the? Huh. And uh, the the movie like ended with like a really like from what I've heard ended with like a really dope like fist fight between uh, Roddy Piper and Keith David. <laughs> Awesome. Well, I guess I know what movie I have to watch next. And yeah, that's, that's our homework for the week. Yeah, and uh, yeah, basically it's about like aliens disguised as humans and Roddy Piper has these pair of shades that let him like see which people are actually aliens. Whoa. Oh, yeah. 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 Fuck it. I think I, might wa- thing... I, I think I might watch it today after we're yeah. done recording. <laughs> sounds, sounds like a plan. And it was all in his head all along. You ever watch well, that movie it, Existence? It, yes. It, that is it, huh? that's a trip. I never heard that. Existence? Yeah. Existence is like the art house version of the Matrix. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Never, actually. Never, never saw. <clears throat> they came out at a similar time, I think. They did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they they explore some similar themes, and there's some like similarities to the like core concept. But Existence is a much more like art house type film, whereas The Matrix is just like dope action. Yeah, y- y- uh, I think dope. it's worth watching. It's weird though. Yeah, it is a weird movie. Yeah. Are you, are you familiar with um the word or term Cronenberg? <laughs> Snidler. I I I've heard people say it. Yes. Yes. Yes, it's a Cronenberg movie, which means that there's um, not-so-subtle women's feet <laughs> in the movie, in every scene, All and right. a lot of, like, body... Body horror. horror. 
Yeah. Interesting. His uh, his son actually well, just directed a movie. Hmm? His son? Uh, yeah, Cronenberg's son just directed a movie called uh, Possessor that's apparently a really great body horror film. I keep oh, hearing crazy. people say I need to watch that. Possessor. Anyways, yeah, it's Existence yeah. with like a Z at the end. Yeah. And well, it not, sounds like not, a penis enlargement. Not, not Extensi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not Extensi. Well, now we have three movies to watch tonight after oh, we're God done talking it. about reboot. And an Possessor, Existence, and. Um, uh, they live. Yep. Yeah. There and we extensi. go. <laughs> and extensi. Yeah. Uh, but to jump hey, into Mad Bob, okay. uh, it's a little on the opposite end of Cronenberg. Um, <laughs> the principal, <laughs> the principal office is like, I don't think we've seen this on the show. Just straight up attacked by megabytes, yeah, like viral binums. Yeah. Yeah. I like tanks everywhere. Yeah, I like the reaction of this uh, this CPU cop guy. Yeah, he just like flips out. He's like ah, <laughs> and slams a big uh, red button, and a whole bunch of binomes like scramble to like highway patrol cars yeah, that hover. Surprisingly, like, I feel panicky. like yeah, yeah. I feel like there's like six of them. I feel like they're massively outgunned. Like um, they're just patrol cars, but they're fighting hover tanks. Yeah, these are very um, um, militant uh, police force. They seem to be. Uh, there's got to be more than just six patrol the re- cars. The rest of them are at Tim Hortons. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but ABCs are just everywhere, and it's it's wild. Yeah, it's like the wild, sky yeah. is full of like fighting. Like CPU <clears throat> patrol cars and like like silicon tor hover tanks. Mm. Yeah, we uh, we cut to Dot's diner and out emerges this like kind of <laughs> punk rock looking binome. I like, I like her. Yeah, you know what, I, cool. I actually like the <laughs> like her. Yeah, she looks like something out of like a, a Judas Priest concert. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like she'd be right and, at home. In Attitude front of her, show. bounces this little energy shake with sunglasses. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice that. No. The 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 cool shake is back. <laughs> yeah. The cool shake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. She she just seems this this chick seems cool, easy to talk to. knows knows her way around a car. Because uh, be, yeah, Bob crashes his like Oldsmobile. Yeah. She knows. Uh, she she knows how. To, she knows how to work a tool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Is it the ingeraster again? Yeah. She That's sounds more attractive than that. Come on. She she does. Fifty <laughs> <laughs> year old smoker. Yeah. Okay. I think she's cool. Hey, she's awesome. I, I don't know. She's an aging punk rock bino. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Seasoned. <laughs> Seasoned. Yes. Yeah, and she talks about how you can't get classics like that anymore, and then we get to see what Enzo was working on. In high code, yeah, we hear a lot about this. but Yeah, yeah the most interesting part of that episode, Enzo <laughs> talking about a hover cart that he's making. Yeah, yeah the, yeah, the uh, what is it, the air, he calls it an air, air cart. cart. Yeah. And it's basically just like a mashup with like a seat and a steering wheel with like two uh, zip boards. Yeah. 
which yeah. is pretty genius when you think about it. <laughs> yeah, that's some uh, that's some ingenuity that right there. Yeah, Enzo's a you know well, he's also learned a lot since last episode where he saw he, he kind of like into the sells into the supercomputer. Hmm? Oh, that's oh, a good yeah, point. Right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think of that. And it's yeah. Sorry, that's... yeah. Let's let's carry on because yeah, there's more I'll say on that. No, what what did you mention about the supercomputer? Sorry. Oh no, it's um because he starts talking about it, like how we learned from the supercomputer how to how to make all this and what when he was in there. Yeah. Oh, I never really because we together. Yeah, because we never um we never see Bob ever. Well, no, because Dot like right about now comes out and scolds Bob for filling his head with ideas, and Bob's like, I wasn't talking to him about the supercomputer. Because because he's selling it to the camera, right? He's like, he turns to the camera. He's like, uh, to every driver's need for comfort and speed. But yeah, you're implying that he like figured some shit out in his brief. Well, because he he said the supercomputer answered every question. Whoa! Yeah, I don't remember any of this. I don't remember it. (laughs) Um, This either. But no, because uh, the dot, dot, the dot, <laughs> dot the didn't dot. actually know that he saw the supercomputer. <laughs> Sorry. So I, <laughs> so I'm watching the subtitles. Where, where is that he that he's getting information from the supercomputer? It's it's when he does that that cool little front flip after he parks. Hey, Bobby. But like the way I thought he was just like doing. He's like, it's the supercomputer's answer to all your needs of comfort and blah blah blah. That's all he says. It's like he's selling a commercial, right? Oh, possibly. Maybe I just misheard it. But he, um, hmm. Let me go back. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like it's like a weird little like ad, like a fake ad. He like turns to the the camera and he's all like, <clears throat> "Oh, it provides all of your needs for blah blah blah." Oh, okay. I I, I was thinking that he saw something when he was when he was there. Because well, know. he was making this before he went into the supercomputer, so that's true. But it's what Dot says later uh, that kind of got me thinking about that because uh, she she basically says, you know, stop stop telling Enzo about all this supercomputer stuff. The tales of the supercomputer. It's bad yeah. enough he follows you into games. Yeah, and then he said, mm. well, what I, I I never like I'm not you know I, I, what are you talking about. I think Bob is just being evasive there. Possibly. Hold on a sec. Hmm. Yeah, I was, uh, <laughs> I was like, what is he talking about? <laughs> okay. All right, there we go. All right. But yeah, Bob, um, I was starting to feel hard. dumb. I was starting to feel dumb for a minute. Cause I was like, did I like completely like miss all like an entire scenes worth of exposition we we have a, a different cut i yeah i guess so. <laughs> i don't know like, that, that's it to me that's what i that's what i heard because uh, i never saw it with subtitles so i'm uh so i uh, yeah i guess i mean it's not a like it's not a bad theory yeah it's yeah not a bad theory um where am i now but anyways yeah bob's car kind of like explodes like <laughs> his engine like pops and fong calls him up on glitch and he's like, Bob, you have to get here, hurry. And he's like, what is it, Fong? The principal office is... And then white noise. And Bob is just like, Fong, the principal office is what? And it's like, dude, like, 
just like is, is assume that fine? something's going wrong. Like, what, is it what doing do you fine? think? Yeah. <laughs> the principal office is boring and you don't want me to go there? Okay, bye, Fong. The principal office is out of coffee and you need me to swing by Tim Hortons? <laughs> and then uh, the actual police message Dot directly on her tablet. Yeah. And she's like, Dot, the uh, Megabyte is and his forces are attacking the principal office. Blah, blah, blah. We can't hold them off. You know how we, we've talked about how like uh, Megabyte is essentially a mob boss? Yeah. Yeah. The cops seem to in the, the the police force seems to answer to Dot in mainframe. So who's yeah. the real mob boss here? I actually think they're both mob bosses, <laughs> but one is more sinister than the other. Mm. Like yeah. she's doing it the legal route. She's like yeah. the the um, Elon Musk, right? Like she <laughs> legally acquires all of these things, right? Yeah. To the point where she can move so many resources around and I, I has so hear, much access to money. I could hear the air quotes behind uh, legally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa! How did you? How did you know I? I did air quotes. Uh, like weird. I said, I could just hear it. I could just hear it in the way. I actually, you said lifted it. my hands up and made <laughs> made made air quotes. I even when I'm doing the podcast, I still talk with my hands. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, wait a second. Are you a wizard? Yes. But yeah, she she goes through legal action courses of action to acquire business partners and everything, right? But like I feel like um Dot is business partners with Al in the same way that you know, like Megabyte is business park business partners with you know, other CD groups. That is true. Mm. Or business parkers too, as you almost said. Yeah, business parker. Another thing. Hardcore yeah. parker. Parker. <laughs> parker Brothers. Yes. There's a place Actually, downtown called Park's Kitchen that was that I used to go to all the time. Hmm. Korean place. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> But yeah, um, Dot kind of figures something is going on, and she's like, oh, what? The principal office? Bob, we have to. And he's immediately already flying away in his barely operable um, Cadillac. Which, which, or it's not really a Cadillac. What, what, is, what, did we, hmm? what is it? It, it, looks like, it looks like a Cadillac. It does, a yeah. Buick. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I think he's closer with this chick that was working. We didn't mention the the kind of biker chick. She yeah. like jumped into his engine and seemed really familiar with Bob. And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, hold up, like, hang on, <laughs> is, how do you two know? Is each this other? one of his girlfriends? <laughs> because when Dot came out and she put her hands on her hips, I was like, "Oh, he's in trouble." Oh, but then dear. she lectured him about like filling Enzo's head with tales of the supercomputer. Mm. So I was like, uh, "Shouldn't you be worried about this? Like, like." This female like, stranger. Female stranger who's oddly comfortable with his car. Yeah. yeah. But she fixed it enough for him to drive it away. So I, I would true. just like to point out that the Bob's car actually has a name. It is officially known as Bob's V262 Turbo Drophead Car. Hmm. I have heard yeah, him refer to it as the, the 262. <laughs> Two six two, okay. Yeah, 
I'm going to call it Bob's too, car. Classic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, she does. Yeah. Yeah. In the background, there's a building I never noticed before. It says Electro Cinematech. Oh. Like tech. And it says 1994 on the top of it. Hmm. Never seen that before. Yeah, so they can go watch movies, I guess. From the year 1994. <laughs> Way far into the future. They can. They can. Where mysteries abound. Go and watch. <laughs> uh. Angels in the Outfield. Hey. Uh, Hook. Apollo 13. <laughs> what other movies came out in 1994? Forrest Gump. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Uh, um, Star Trek Generations. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a bad one. Uh, Speaking right. of Star Trek, Star Trunk, <laughs> damn Star <it>. Trunk. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's some like sci-fi missile artillery like shot from an unknown source. The P- we are in the POV of like an artillery, and they shoot that white ball on the top of the um, the principal office. Sorry, yeah. re- real quick. They can go watch the top 10 highest grossing films of 1994, which were The Lion King, Forrest Gump, <clears throat> True Lies, The Mask, Speed, The Flintstones, Dumb and Dumber, <laughs> Four Weddings and a Funeral. I forgot about that. Interview with the Vampire, and Clear and Present Danger. What a fucking magical year. Holy shit. What a, a time great, to be alive. It was a great year to be alive, yeah. True Lies is on there. Wow. Yeah, I it's number that three. Movie. The that Mask. Was, that the was fucking Flintstones. I oh, love Flintstones. That was a great movie. Dumb and Dumber. Holy shit, man. What a what a lineup. What a fucking lineup. Especially when you look at, like, uh, well, obviously pre-pandemic, but when you look at, like, <laughs> oh, the top ten movies of the year, it's, like, superhero <laughs> film, superhero film, superhero film, live-action Disney remake, superhero film, <laughs> Fast and the Furious original. Movie. Fast <laughs> and the Furious, yeah. yeah. No new ideas. Something else days. with The Rock. Some comedy yeah. with The Rock. Yeah, and meanwhile, in 1994, <laughs> we, got, comedy. we got the fucking mm. Flintstones movie in the top, yeah. top ten. <laughs> amazing. Fuck, like, amazing. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I just felt like that was worth pointing out. Yeah. Who was uh, Fred again? Goodman? Goodman, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, uh, Rick Moranis was uh, Barney. Oh, that's right, Rick Moranis. I completely forgot he was Barney. Yeah. Oh man! Wow, man! 1994. See, I, I'm telling you, we need a year to year podcast. <laughs> yeah, we do. Best of, you know, like yeah. those old MTV shows. You know, exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's jump back into okay. the Much Best Music of. Countdown. I used to love that. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's going on here? We got Hair Doctor talking Doctor. to Megabyte. Yeah. He calls him your enormity. Real enormity. And he says, uh, one more hit to the subsphere. I mean, he is naked. So, <laughs> he one more hit to the subsphere, yeah. and it will be deleted. Yeah. So basically, the small one is the subsphere, and the giant big one that makes up the most of the principal office is the dom sphere. 
So they're they're in the game. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be here. That was good. That was very good. But I'm tis. But I'm tis. So they so their end game, of course, uh, is um, acquiring the core energy. Uh, did we mention that? Yeah, because no, no, so, so yeah. far we've so far we've mentioned that uh, that they're just attacking the. Right? Yeah, we 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 now know that they're after some energon, pure unfiltered energon comes shooting out the top of the principal office, and they move. Uh, yeah, because they they blow up the beach ball on top of it. Yeah, yeah, the the subsphere, and they move like a a tank, an energy tube. Yeah, <laughs> that like fills some, with energon. Looks like a weird looking syringe. Yeah, it reminds me of the the ooze canisters from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, like it's not it's not exact, but it it's like it's a canister it, inspired by. Yeah, it's evocative. <laughs> And uh, in case the viewer didn't know what was going on, Hack and or Slash show up right in front of the camera, and they're like, "Oh boy, we're stealing the core energy." I hope That's it right. Works this time, I hope it works. <laughs> Hacks is like, "Yeah, he was getting so depressed." <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, "This is great. I hope he succeeds." Maybe he'll be happy. Slash that said it. Moral support. Was it Slash? Oh, sorry, there was Hack. <laughs> That's. Nobody knows. We never I'm will. So depressed. <laughs> um, and um, wow. Megabyte like cruises by in his mega limo, narrating. Uh, oh no, he's talking to Chauncey. Right? Yeah. yeah, and he's like, "A few more cycles, and mainframe's power will be mine. All mine." Cheers. And yeah. I'm like, "But you live in mainframe." <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just like what you got there, guy? Stop. And then Bob, in the most <laughs> shameless, like... It's important to have goals. Yeah, it's yeah. In the most... <laughs> All right. In the most shameless, like, like delivery, like, of the entire season so far, um, yeah. Bob, like, cruises by and the camera zooms in as he's flying around. And the battle is still happening, right? Mm. The CPU is battling all of the... Um, the, the hover tanks and yeah. Bob's like megabyte steal mainframes energy. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm really noticing now watching this as an adult that like, this is meant for kids, right? Like catchphrases are, are abound. They're galore. Yeah. Well, this was kind of the era of catchphrases though, right? Like the eighties and nineties, like even yeah. in, like even in like especially in like action movies, like everybody had a catchphrase. <laughs> Little multi catchphrase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. The 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 cinematic peak of catchphrases being the nineteen eighty six film Commando. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which was ju- entirely written just with catchphrases. Yeah, pretty much. You, you know what's so weird is that movie was written I found out recently, that movie was written by Jeff Loeb. Jeff Loeb, Jeff Loeb, uh, he's worked in uh, TV, film, and comics for decades. Jeff Loeb uh, was a name that I knew as a kid as being the writer of the seminal uh, 1996 uh, Batman miniseries, The Long Halloween. Which, if if anyone hasn't read it, that's like one of the best Batman stories ever written. The Long Halloween. 
and uh, a, a bunch of elements from it were uh, uh, were it, it was some of the inspiration for the Dark Knight trilogy. Oh, huh. Uh, Jeff Loeb also created the TV show Heroes, which I wasn't a fan of, I, but I was for a while. I was though, yeah. And Jeff Loeb was also uh, uh, the head, the figurehead of um, Marvel Television for a long time before it was recently shuttered. Yeah. Um, so, what does that mean? That mean, um, like Blade? No, uh, Marvel Television. So, oh, like TV. All, sorry. Yeah. yeah. So like. Agents of Shield, all of the Netflix Marvel that stuff, shows, et cetera, yeah. Et cetera. Yeah. So right, he was right, right. Because I was that. like, huh. I I still maintain that like one of my most favorite Marvel. Whenever people are like, oh, I love Marvel movies, and I'm like, yeah, I fucking love Blade. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> I got to a point where I liked the uh, Netflix Daredevil show way more than any of the fucking movies. So I was so pissed off when it got canceled. Still am. Oh, I I remember. <laughs> uh so yeah, what did they have they had flash daredevil punisher uh they had well flat uh the flash was dc um, oh right i'm but uh right. yeah how uh, dare you sir marvel netflix was uh daredevil jessica jones um which i was also a big fan of mm, that was uh, a good luke, one. luke cage and iron oh, fist and the punisher Remember when, like, like people like freaked out that Iron Fist was like a white dude, like he was in the comics? Oh yeah, right. Uh huh. <laughs> Not saying anything else. I'll just leave it there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was interesting. Uh huh. Um, so what's going on here? So Bob, like, slasher here. This is uh, you know what. I like how fast this episode leaves, because right when I was about to complain, Hack and Slash go up to Megabyte, and he's like, take care of ba- the Guardian, will you? And they're like, on it, boss. Yeah, we're, we're on it. And I'm like, oh boy, here we go again. <laughs> While they're talking to Megabyte, Bob like cruises by in his car, reaches behind them, and literally just turns their jetpacks off. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a button on it. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, here we go again. He did it again. Yep. Could help. It's so hard to find these days. <laughs> and I, I like that. I'm, I'm like, they're not even a challenge for him anymore. Yeah. In yeah, fact, like, they help him sometimes. It even looks like Megabyte tried to take a lunge at him because as he drove off, you see him hanging out, the, hanging out of his vehicle. Oh, yeah. So it's like, uh, well, you know, good timing. <laughs> Get back here, you bastard. <clears throat> <laughs> you, back here, you little gobshite. Yeah. <laughs> and the uh, hair doctor. <laughs> Bob, you son of a bitch. <laughs> High five. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, speaking yeah, of catchphrases. Bob, in fact, good help is hard to find these days. Takes out a fucking gun, shoots his car. (laughs) (laughs) Do you do you know anyone who is looking for a job? How about your brother? He worked for me before. Or sorry, (laughs) how about Dot's brother? He worked for me before. Technically true. That's true. Yeah. He fucked it up, but I am a man who believes in second chances. Also, I still paid him. 
yeah. I'm not like his sister who uses him for free labor. Come now. Jeez. <laughs> Shots fired. I mean, it's more lucrative to work for the mob. Uh, crime does pay. Yes, despite what yes. people say. Yeah, yeah high risk, high reward, right? I mean, I'm not coming on the show being an advocate for the, the mob or anything. It's not like they sponsored this episode or anything. <laughs> <laughs> high risk, high pay. Just a very high risk. And speaking of sponsors, this episode was sponsored by the Scarelli family. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody says anything bad about them because they've never done anything bad. Yep, and uh, they're known only for their very lucrative uh, uh, paint painting business. Yeah, and their dry cleaning business, and their car washes, and their car dealerships. I'm not sure what's going on. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> thanks to the screw. <laughs> Thanks to the family. Uh, I was like, do I name another name something? What do I do? So we we're cutting to the the top of uh, cutting. We're cutting to the top of the. Uh, they, let's just say they made us an offer we can't refuse. <laughs> Well, while Christopher's dying um, on the episode, we are with Hair Doctor, and he's like tapping away on the computer connected to the syringe, but he's playing solitaire. <laughs> yeah, with a keyboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, did you guys catch that? Sorry, he's, he's, uh... he's just playing solitaire. Hair doctor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I saw that. That man is playing solitaire. He thinks we don't notice, but we do. <laughs> but we do. <laughs> and um, from what I, th- for a second, I thought Bob was severing his goddamn hands because he yells "cutter" and he just shoots out a giant Naruto shuriken. Right. And what he's actually doing is cutting the monitor, which I don't know if would stop the machine. And it slams down and, like, presumably breaks Hair Doctor's fingers. Because when he pulls his hands out, he immediately has, like, bandages on them. Yeah. Cartoon violence, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes. Yeah, he owed money to the Scarelli family. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could have been worse. He knew what he was getting into, is all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) We don't force anything upon nobodies, you see. Uh, (laughs) But speaking of uh, the boss, Megabyte shows up and he's like, you won't destroy my plan this time, Guardian. And then Bob destroys his plan. Oh, shit. (laughs) Bob even does a a sassy head bob. And he's like, oh, really? (laughs) I'm surprised he didn't snap. Did you guys catch that? No. It's like head moves left and right. And he's like, oh, really? It's, It's like Right before the seven minute mark, his head like actually goes left and right. And I'm like, he is a strong, sassy guardian. <laughs> yep. And he's like, well, oh, really? I'll What's never... different? <laughs> Go ahead. 
No, I can't find it, so I'm just like, well, I guess I'll never see it. Never. Never. Never, ever. And he's like, oh, what's going to go different about it this time, Megabreath? And then, oh shit, w- w- warning, I- incoming game, game. And the GameCube does something we've never seen it do before. Yeah. This is s- scary and, like, wild. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, it emerges from the sky and starts warping, and instead of going straight down, it starts warping and going kind of horizontally. Horizontally? It, like, snakes through the air? Like, yeah, it doesn't just, like, go straight down. So, presumably, what is happening here is it's snaking around, right? Whoa, that's that's wild yeah. looking. It's yeah. grabbing all the people that are fighting around the principal office. Hmm. All of Megabyte's for because we see a shit ton of binomes in the game, and presumably it's because it's going horizontally and it's grabbing, it's like soaking up all the um, the binomes that are fighting around the principal office. Oh, I didn't even think of that. That's why there's so goddamn many in there. <clears throat> and Bob's like, this is bad, very bad. Yes. And Megabyte, I don't understand why, but Megabyte like leers over like Bob from behind him, and he's like, "Nothing can save you now, Guardian." And I'm like, "How does this help you, yeah, Megabyte?" Right. So I think it. I think so, it does. Sorry, go on. Uh, so why is the game doing this exactly? Is the core's energy being exposed, like luring the game? Ye- that's kind of. I the episode yeah, doesn't really explain going it, on here. But no. that that's kind of my takeaway is that like the core's energy is somehow luring the game. Cuz it lands over the the principal office eventually. Yeah. yeah. Although um, in an in a, the principal office. In a animation error, uh when we actually see it drop onto half of the principal office, like the shot above, like it's just coming straight down. Oh yeah, there was a little editing or animation error there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but before it lands, um, and after Megabyte's like, "Haha, you're doomed," and I'm like, "What? How? How does this help Megabyte?" Um, Enzo does some boss bitch maneuver <laughs> and like slams into Megabyte, who's about to like, I don't know, hug Bob, <laughs> and <laughs> knocks him into. <laughs> What's he doing here? Yeah. <laughs> Just relax, let it happen. Yeah. <laughs> you look tense, Bob. <laughs> Is it my voice I, upon your neck? I am, I am here. here for you. I am here for you, Guardian. <laughs> anytime you need me. As long as no one else knows. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Enzo slams into Megabyte. Some weird erotic fanfiction. Out. <laughs> oh, it exists. I'll find yeah, it for you. Acting like I, I, I don't am... already have it saved oh, in a folder. My God. Of course you do. <laughs> I'm laughing about that for reasons not everyone is privy to. <laughs> and Have you been writing, um, Chris? He's been writing. He's been writing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, Enzo goes skittering off. I've been riding the wind. (laughs) (laughs) Riding Riding free willy. Oh my god. And uh, Enzo is spinning out of control. 
yeah. Sniddler is just like, for fuck's sakes, you guys. <laughs> I'm here to, guys, talk, I'm about here to talk about reboot. <laughs> I don't. I just. Hey, I'm the one who brought it up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So what happens here is Bob looks into the energy pool. Hmm. And Megabyte's like, I can't swim! Help me, Guardian! And I didn't know... uh, No, I I guess I knew he could do this. Um, Bob's like, glitch! Car! And it, like, flies off and, like, drives the car to him. But I thought it was, like... It it attaches to the gear shift. Yeah. I thought, um... Like, his car also, like, you know, had a clutch, gas, brake, and a steering wheel. How does it like bring the car to him by just attaching to the the gear shift? I think it probably interfaces like with the car's circuits to probably. like engage like an autopilot mode. It's magic. It's sense. glitch. Yeah, yeah. sure. Just, yeah, it makes it a smart car. I love. And then we we see fat face megabyte. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, megabyte's face is like melting Ooh. in the core energy yeah. in like a shot that kind of reminds me a bit of the end of Terminator Two. I love, I love that Bob's car conveniently works every single time he's desperately needed it, except for in this episode. Except for in this episode, no, no, but like where where he drives off to the to the principal office right after it breaks down, and then he just shoots his you know, glitch over to it and then it, per- it runs perfectly fine. And it, it runs up. like Christopher's mom's car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it does. But, uh, we're, we're in the game. We're in the game and, um, Bob's car is in the game, but like, it's different. Hmm. Yeah, like it's, it's like uh one it has wheels now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's we we zoom we get a zoom in on Bob who's like dressed like a future like a post-apocalypse like leather punk. Yeah, yeah. I dig this Bob. I, yeah. I thought you would. <laughs> <laughs> this is like he's cool. Yeah. Yeah. This, this, this is how... one of the few episodes where I actually would argue that Bob is cool. <laughs> I know, controversial. Uh, yeah, yeah, and we we get like a cool like pan up shot of him in like yeah in like his like leather gear. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of does yeah. something for me. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, that's yeah. Yeah, I, okay. I thought it would. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Bob jumps in his car and speeds away, and Captain Kirk shows up. <laughs> Or Charlton Heston, whoever. Well, no, he 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 looks like uh, Captain Quirk from. Uh, uh, oh, is it like that I, actor binome? Yeah, I think, I think it is. But he does quote oh. Planet of the Apes here. Yeah, yeah, he's like, they finally did it. The maniacs, the they maniacs. blew it. Damn you all to hell! Yeah, punches the ground. Yeah, and I'm like, no, they didn't. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, half of the principal office is in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which seems to be a weird anomaly. So like maybe games never land right in the center. Well, yeah, because like um 
because like that's where uh, mainframes core is and where all the core energy is. And if that sector gets nullified, the entire system's destroyed. So it would be. Is it immune from games ever landing on it outside of this like uh, this phenomena? I would assume so because like the system being destroyed is kind of counterproductive to the user. Mm. <laughs> Play a game, your computer just fucking just breaks blows itself. Up. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. I guess I played too hard. <laughs> I guess I'm just that good, bro. I play so good that like sometimes my computer lights on fire. <laughs> Fucking rig couldn't take it. <laughs> That's take, what you get for overclocking my... your computer to play Mad Max. <laughs> uh couldn't couldn't take my uh my my e my e skills uh or my, my esport skills. No. No. And um or Dot is not in twenty seventy seven. Dot Dot is not in the game and she's talking to uh the police. And she's saying retrieve a new subsphere from the archives. So I guess they just got new new ones lying around? I guess they're prepared to lose a couple. You never know, yeah. Yeah. And the energy in all of mainframe is like going like wonky. Yeah, the the GameCube is kind of like uh, warping around, like kind of like a Jello cube. Yeah, you, like yeah. And uh, who's the uh, the waiter guy again? Cecil. Cecil. Yeah. Uh, Cecil <laughs> is like uncontrollably like flying around on his Just little rail, spinning around. <laughs> Poor guy, he can't even run away. Yeah. I I maintain he that he's he's life. like indentured servant. <laughs> he can't leave that place. I feel bad for him. Yeah. Who's the real mob boss? Dot. Yeah. As I said. <laughs> I raised that point. And I stand by it. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's, a, there's two mob bosses in this town. And uh, we, we cut back inside the game and um, Bob's Mad Maxing down a highway through, like, I don't know, Arizona or something like that. Some sort of nondescript desert with canyons. I love, that, fog. I, love Sorry, that we have, I love that we have a constant guitar riff going on throughout this oh, entire... Oh, the music for this episode it. is so good. Oh, yeah. And now that like I know... Rock, yeah. I know that the uh, the same guy who composed music for this show also compute confused <laughs> composed the music for uh, Beast Wars. Like, totally makes sense with this episode. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's like, finally, my time to shine. <laughs> and it's he does such a good job of like amping this up. Isn't it weird that this episode is so freaking close? to Fury Road, which came out, like, 20 years later. Right. Right? Like, I understand it's a lot like Mad Max um, 2. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, The Road Warrior, right? Yeah, I was gonna say this, uh, yeah, this episode's clearly inspired by The Warrior, specifically. Yeah. Yeah. And... But, like, that, that standoff that will jump to later on in in the episode like this is this is actually the plot for fury road 
They leave, they have a bunch of stuff, the user goes after them, they turn around and come back and smash into each other. That's a really good point. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it is like almost like a perfect matchup for um the the main plot movements of uh of Fury Road. Like they even just everything ends with like a giant like smashing like in the middle of the canyon. So what you're saying is George Miller watched this episode. Yeah, I was, was just like, gonna say, <laughs> and then was like, "I'm fuck it, I'm gonna write an idea. <laughs> uh, time to write a new Mad Max film, right?" <laughs> and I really love Fury Road. It's fucking like unapologetically just one giant ass long action scene, and I fucking love it. I I, I think I knew that uh, I like. I, I think when I finally like got on the film's wavelength was when we see the shot of like the big vehicle that straight up just had a dude like playing a, gu- a guitar. Yeah, with a flamethrower. <laughs> with the flamethrower in it, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, okay, I, we're in for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm on board. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm buckled in. I'm I'm ready to to go on this ride with this movie. <laughs> and. um like Road Warrior, uh, Fong is even in like a little like whirly copter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's talking to to Bob, and they they say that the game's um, reality has been compromised. Right again. Yeah, because Megabyte succeeded in stealing the uh, the core energy, so like the the game is like fucky, and the game, uh, sorry, mainframe's energy. That main uh, that megabyte had stolen is yeah. actually trapped in the game. Yeah, which makes yeah. sense. And he explains to the user: so if the user wins, we're doomed. Like the area gets nullif- nullified, right? Yeah. But if they beat the user, the energy leaves with the GameCube. Yeah, and they're doomed. Yeah, yeah, it's a no-win scenario. I kind of uh, dig it. Yeah. yeah, so they have to until they know how to fix it. Basically, um, Fong tells Bob, you you have to keep the game going. This, I think, is actually the biggest stakes there have been in an episode of this show to date. Yes. And I think that's why, like, one of the big reasons why, like, I vibe with this episode so much. Because it it's it's just so good. Like, it, not only does it have a point, right? Yeah. The stakes are high, but, like, the scene, like, scene to scene, like... Uh, um, which scenes are written and how they have to do with the story matters. Screenplay 101, right? Yeah. Like Christopher's yeah. actually gone to school for that part. And a right. lot of reboot has scenes that take away from the main plot or don't lend anything to it. But I feel mm-hmm. like almost, almost, not all, <laughs> almost every single scene, um, at least the main points of each one, um, really lines up really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like um, right now, they don't have a plan. They just need to stay in the game. Yeah, they and they got to sure keep that the user doesn't die and that the user doesn't win. Yeah, they they got to keep the game going for as long as possible until they can figure something out. Yeah, and that I would I was was going to say that shot with um, Dot is useless, but it's showing that she is trying to figure something out from the outside of the game. Yeah. So I think it does lend to the, the ep- well to the episode. 
And uh, then Fong, before he flies off in his whirly copter, he's like, oh, just one more thing. Enzo is in the game, and he's trying to stop the user. And I'm like, oh, so you guys have nothing to worry about. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) I... But why? (laughs) Enzo won the game. Yeah, but why? (laughs) How? Um... And it cuts to Enzo with his arm up in the air, and he's like, woohoo, there's the user Frisket. And I actually really think Enzo, I know, this. you're not going to hear this from me about child Enzo much. I think he looks really fucking cool. Oh, yeah. Like, he's got, like, long hair, and it's, like, matted down over his face, and he's, like, wearing, like, metallic, like, armor, and, like... His looks like he's all, like, chewed up, and... Yeah, I like totally. that Frisket looks exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. like, what else can you do to make him punk? He's got a spiked collar. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty yeah. much it. Give him a gimp mask? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You've seen Red Warrior. Be, now that would be yeah. hilarious. <laughs> we go in. We kill. <laughs> uh, something tells me uh, ABC would have had a problem with that. Maybe. Mm. Or they're yeah. like, or they're like, or the uh, the BSNP people were mm. were like so like uptight that they wouldn't even recognize what a gimp mask is. Oh, I like to think that. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, oh, that's yeah. a scary villain mask. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> they're just so like sheltered and uptight that they like they they don't even pick up on it. <laughs> oh, there's a zipper there. Oh, it's probably so that dust doesn't get in his mouth when they're on the road. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. It's canon no, they, now. They've it. seen Pulp Fiction. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, speaking of seeing Pulp Fiction, uh, we see the user who is driving the fucking Batmobile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like in an almost an F one variant. No, no, it's a Batmobile. It's straight up the yeah. Batmobile. Yeah, that, that's pretty much exactly what the Batmobile in the comics specifically looked like at the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing it from the front. In the back now, it's uh, it's a Batmobile. Yeah, I can. And I the user start. makes makes spikes come out of the uh, wheel wells. Yeah, little axe things. And um, it's revealed Enzo's just in his like a weird like Mad Max version of his like go kart. Yeah. So I'm like, how's this guy keeping up with the Batmobile? His his air cart with, with wheels. Yeah. 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 This this kid's little cart really rips like it's just yeah yeah it's it's more effective as it's more effective than uh bob's car yes just kind of ironic oh yeah i just assumed that he rebooted farther like closer to the user but i guess no i'm just kind of getting ahead of myself a little bit because bob's car breaks down and then uh he ends up like needing Enzo to drive him around, basically. <laughs> oh, right, right, yeah. When we when we get there here, I, I like the reveal of this. Like, um, when when Enzo kind of when when it's when the uh, mega truck is finally revealed. Yeah. Uh, before we get there, I, 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 yeah, I, I'm jumping ahead though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Before we get there, uh, we do get more revealing shots of like a. Uh, the fuck is this thing even? 
Oh, it's the the front of an it's the nose of an airplane. Yeah, it's like a Boeing. Um, oh, it's like a yeah, yeah. like a huge ass like freight plane or something. Yeah. See, uh, when I was a kid, I thought it was like the front of like the shuttle, <laughs> like a like the space shuttle. Mm. I didn't even like know that. what it was honestly until I just thought about it. Now I'm like, yeah. oh, it's the front of an airplane with this like, is really tank, cool. Yeah, with tank treads attached to it. Yeah. And the uh, the actor binome hmm? that that popped up like before that gave us a glimpse that oh right binomes are being caught here but this is this like all these binomes like the, there's like dozens of them all around and inside this like weird here's why I thought it was like the shuttle but now that I'm looking you're right it's like a super freight like plane uh, it's because it has treads like a tank yeah yeah and there's binomes on like motorcycles and like tricycles and it's they all got like like like, green hair green and purple like mohawks and shit and like viking helmets and one of them's on like a a makeshift uh grocery cart yeah yeah and he's holding a golf club like it's just i fucking love love this like the design of some of these vehicles is crazy they all got like little turrets and stuff who's this guy on like the the Rolls Royce. Oh yeah, <laughs> the elevated the Rolls Royce. Yeah, yeah, like the the fucking like pimp ass fucking Rolls Royce with like twenty four wheels and the propeller in the front and the gat on the Gatling gun on the side. Rad. One guy tries to do a wheelie, <laughs> messes up, <laughs> and then it takes a jarring reminder that this is like, like. A crummy video game because there are these bright shiny like cactus tokens yeah, yeah. <laughs> that like don't seem like they fit in the game at all they, they look more like they they belong in like a platformer and uh he hits them or like you know diddy kong racing he hits them and he's like speed boost and he goes way ahead of all the other binomes yeah and it's revealed um i actually kind of like that and in fact i wish these games gamifies would... it yeah, I wish these games would lean into that even more. Have health, pickups, right? Ammo. Yeah. Like, have more gamified things to remind it, hey, like, this is a video game. Yeah, if they uh, they made a reboot show today, dun-dun, womp-womp, <laughs> um, like, that, that would be, like, that would be the take that I would want to see, is, like, actually, like, like really, really gamifying the, the games. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and, and you know, so like Fortnite dances, tea bagging, all the <laughs> all the the fun things that you get from playing a a game, an online game. Loot boxes. Oh god. <laughs> Can you imagine that? And you're like, "All oh, right." <laughs> all the fucking loot boxes. <laughs> it's like, "How's the user doing so well?" Well, this is a free-to-play game, Enzo, and he dropped $160 into it. <laughs> Get good, scrub. <laughs> oh, man. I actually kind of want to see that now. <laughs> At least one episode. <laughs> yeah. User wins, because all of these games are designed so that the user wins. No! <laughs> <laughs> Mainframe is just in fucking ruins, because they never win anything. <laughs> Because the users is always playing on easy. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs>
Oh man. But we get to see who the uh, the pilot is inside this gigantic like like plane tank thing. And none yeah, other I... than <laughs> whatever their names are. Uh, just Elder... before that, though, Aiden, um, help us out. <laughs> there, go uh, on, go on. Bob, uh, Bob, like drives around, like come. Bob comes up behind them after he gets his little speed boost, and then drives around them, and then keep continues zipping forward. And then we go into the the cockpit of this plane, and the two pilot dudes. Yeah, like, who's the guy that I was like, hey, you guys pointed out he's got a gold, like icon. Yeah, a golden black icon. What what's his name again? Um, remember, I was like, oh, he's a retired guardian. Eldrinon. Eldrinon, yeah, and his like yes. butler, his manservant. Binky, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I say, Binky, Bob's on the job. <laughs> I think I'll have that cocoa now. <laughs> uh, the, the subtitles on Crave, I actually have it paused on there. The it doesn't the subtitle isn't cocoa, it's caviar. Well, I guess. Good job, you know, Crave. I think I'll do that caviar now. <laughs> I'll send you. I'll post a screenshot of it. <laughs> but it's clearly Coco. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Overthinking accents. Yeah. There we go. Oh, that's funny. Caviar. <laughs> send that screenshot. <laughs> I think I'll have that caviar now. I'm like caviar. In a Mad Max world? Holy <laughs> shit, that is some decadent motherfucking... Yeah, this is a world living. where, like, water is a resource worth killing for. <laughs> <laughs> fucking water. And you eat live lizards. You eat whatever protein you can get. Yeah. As, uh, as, as Big Boss do, you know? Yep. And uh, we cut back to Enzo, who's tangoing with the Batmobile. And he goes, woohoo, see you later. And the what, this is, what, must be the... Huh? What mayhem is going on at Snidler's house? I, I, uh, just some, yeah, background noise. This is mayhem. my house, remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, yeah. The, the user must be new to the game because he telegraphs his movements like very easily and like winds up ready to like sideswipe Enzo. Yeah, with this like wheel spikes, and the canyon ends, and Enzo's like, "Woohoo, see you, loser!" And the user misses and spins out like a bitch. And so Enzo's catching up to um, this giant truck that they've been stuck behind, and he's yeah. like, "Once it's past, what does he say? Once we're past the truck, because he thinks it's a race, right?" Yeah. What does he say here? One sec. He says, "Once we pass the truck, we're in first place." So I didn't get the impression, now that I'm rewatching it, I just caught this line, but I didn't get the impression this was a racing game. No. <laughs> I thought this was like Carmageddon, where racing is optional. I, I, I don't know, actually. Um, I, I, I guess. Or maybe he just thinks it's a racing game. Yeah, because like... Yeah. He doesn't have a... He's not a guardian, so he doesn't have a key tool to he tell... He can't ask. Him, yeah, yeah, he... You can't be like glitch game stats. Right, right. So he presumed it was a race. And yeah. as he pulls up next to the big ass truck, he realized it it's it, it's a little reminiscent of Megabyte. Yeah, the, the truck is carrying the energy from mainframe's core and it's Enzo like, like oil tanker. Yeah. Enzo like happen like comes up beside it and like looks over and 
Frisket yelps as per the subtitles. <laughs> and his eyes go huge. And, uh, and yeah, yeah, the front of the truck is Megabyte's giant, unmovable face. It's fucking dope looking. It's rad. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Look at this thing. I love it. Yeah. It's got like a grill on the front and it's like really it's like um, kind of beat up looking. Yeah. And the the implication. Here, yeah, it's beat up. It's and the implication here is that Megabyte was in the process of, I, I presume, straight up being deleted, just like fucking dying when the game yeah. hit. And he wasn't quite dead, but because he was melting in this giant vat, right? Yeah. It, like, brought him into the game merged with the tank of energy. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I didn't. I actually didn't even think of that. Right, because right, we've seen him in games before, and, like, he doesn't, yeah, like, fine. reboot or anything like that. Yeah. yeah, and he doesn't seem to really have his mind in this. He's just, like, a passive vehicle. So he mm. was in the process of like melting into this like energy. He wasn't quite dead yet. And whatever remnants of him came through, just like Bob's um, car and Enzo's cart, right? They have like their in-game versions. The The in-game version, when it like dropped down on top of Megabyte and the tank was, oh, here's this weird viral tank. Or here's this tank of energy with some viral bits floating in it. And it boom, it turned it into a like a tanker. Mm-hmm. That's what I presumed. So in a way, that Bob kind of saves his life. Y- yes, that's what I think. Because we've discussed before. Yeah, see, things are coming full circle. We've discussed before. You can't die or be deleted in the games. You just go into spectator mode. Yeah. So when the game presumably they they win and the the game goes back up everyone's restored which is why megabyte comes back right right whereas he was like melting and like dying so that's what my theory theory is is that he was dying but he was still like clung to life he merged with like the tank and then when it goes back up everyone's restored yeah i like it <clears throat> that's just a, a theory a reboot theory. An alphanumeric hypothesis. <laughs> An alphanumeric hypothesis. A mega binary idea. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah. That's why Aiden's on the show. <laughs> we, need, we need those big brain ideas. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, Hack and Slash are, uh, they're on top of a mega truck. Yep. They're wild. And they don't, they don't look happy. <laughs> <laughs> And Enzo is afraid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Enzo is like, shit, we better find Bob. So Yeah, I gotta he... tell Bob about this. Yeah. And where is Bob? Trying to get his fucking, fucking car. car. <laughs> well, you know who would have really fucking loved this game? The hmm. red like biker chick that he talked to outside the diner. She wouldn't even have to reboot. Yeah. She'd be right at home. She'd yeah. reboot and she'd like be less punky. <laughs> she'd reboot and then she'd just be a little dirty no she'd be yeah, less dirty yeah <laughs> or more dirty ooh I say <laughs> ooh, uh. ooh. Um, <laughs> oh my <laughs> well and, blow me uh, down 
literally. <laughs> oh dear. Blow me down below deck. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know who I want to see in a game? I want to see um, the saucy mare crew <laughs> in a game. That'd be great. That'd be totally Wouldn't that be fucking game. rad? They, but they work the really well together, right? They're very pirates. organized. Yeah. So, like, they, I think they'd do rad. They'd, they'd be rad in a fucking game. Maybe we'll get to see that. Who knows? Maybe. Only time will tell. And uh, Enzo pops up, cat finds Bob, and he's like, Megabyte's been turned into a mega truck! A truck? Yeah. yeah. Bob's like, a truck? What's it towing? And it looks like the he says it looks like the energy from the principal office. Yeah, and he's all like, "Get me to that truck, let's go!" And he like walks over to the cart, points at Frisket, and I he kind of I love this. this. Oh, he yeah, points this at so Frisket funny. and gestures like with his thumb as if to like take a hike. Get out. Yeah. yeah, and. Frisket looks at Bob with such an indignant <laughs> fucking like expression, his ears like, like I beg your pardon. <laughs> like he, he literally like raises his eyebrows, looks Bob up and down. Like and are, are like pretty are, are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, he like Yeah, he like take he like is taken aback by it and like kind of scoffs and like looks sizes up Bob <laughs> up and down. And he's like <laughs> I love it. What a weird interaction. Yeah, like, so bitch, good. what did you just ask? What did you just gesture? You serious, bud? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> That's a, that might be the, a good thumbnail. There's so many good parts of this that could be a good thumbnail. Oh, yeah. Megatruck is pretty fucking good, though. But yeah, he just, like, half, like, slits his eyes and, like, stares at Bob, and then it cuts to um Enzo with a shit-eating grin on his face. <laughs> Um, driving, and um, Bob's in the back of the cart, <laughs> glaring at Frisket. <laughs> Doesn't Frisket laugh? Yeah, he kind of dog laughs. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're back at the mega truck, and uh, they Enzo's cart catches up with it, and Bob. Grabs hold of the back of, or the the side of the the truck's tanker, and Enzo drives off because we're he's running out of road because we're just about to cross a bridge. And Enzo yells, "Mediocre!" and <laughs> jumps on. Witness me, <laughs> witness. Um, sorry, yeah, <laughs> they're going over a bridge. <laughs> yeah, and Jack and or Slash grab Bob and pick him up and. They beg him for help, basically. But here's yeah. where um, their uh, fortitude, their endurance comes into play. As they're driving, it looks like they're going to be hit by like the the top part of the bridge. But they're so durable <laughs> uh, that these giant like beams just slam into them mm -hmm. and like bend over them or break. And they don't even seem to notice. <laughs> yeah. And they plead Bob for help. They're like, the boss has gone bananas! Yeah, the boss is nuts! <laughs> yeah, and a pretty hilarious back and forth. 
They're just so like, like oh, they're, you know. they're typical thing of like talking over one another. Yeah. So Bob like jumps into the driver's seat and Air Doctor is in there. Like not driving, just sitting in the passenger seat. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Oh, you'll have to run on my digits. I like Bob's reaction here. He's, he's just, just like, like sorry. <laughs> yeah. Zero bucks. Yeah, sorry. doesn't doesn't give a shit at all. Like, it's like that's what you right. get for working with Megabyte, you piece of shit. Oh, <laughs> uh. Nazi like, why doctor. is he even there? <laughs> I know he's in the game, but it's just funny that that's what he says. Yeah. Like, they, they all face deletion, and, like, his biggest worry is, <laughs> is that his his hands were smacked. Yeah. And something wow. weird happens here. They reach, like, a pumping station, presumably for oil or refinery or yeah. something like that, and a giant, like, receiver? Like a some sort of yeah i don't know what it's called it's a thing like a clasping device meant to like yeah. take the the to, the to tanker get, yeah to, to extract the fuel from to the, receive the to receive mega truck its <laughs> <laughs> body is ready <laughs> good lord so yeah that that also tells me that this isn't a race no it seemed like the user was supposed to stop this tanker, right? From yeah, yeah. reaching the depot. Yeah. yeah. Right. But because they can't because their Bob needs like to um return the energy to mainframe somehow instead of ending the game. He like one eighties the what does he say? It's time to bring it home. Bring and it, it seems home. like it seems like he's gonna slam the um the energy like into this but he actually like 180s almost accidentally wins the game <laughs> and then drives in the opposite direction yeah yep heading back See what, and hack yeah, and slash so, are thoroughly impressed by this what control what How control? masculine <laughs> heck <laughs> <laughs> no not <laughs> and the user like trying to catch up is like, oh shit. And he just drives off the, the road again, almost off the cliff where the bridge is. Probably amazed that uh the, the tanker's coming in the opposite direction. <laughs> uh it's like when you're playing a racing game, if you just suddenly like see like an AI car driving the wrong way, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, very, very odd. Yeah. And so yeah, they're life. they're going the opposite direction here. The music keeps amping up. Mm. I, I, the the music design as uh, production for this is so well done. Mm-hmm. And we're we join um, Dot. Uh, this is bizarre. Uh, she's like, "All right, what have you got for me?" Number one, she's outside the principal office, and. <laughs> A Star Trek Sean Connery. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Number one. Captain Con Connery. <laughs> Con Connery. Yeah. Just call me Con Connery. Of the USS she... Indiana. <laughs> Ogres <laughs> have layers. <laughs> <laughs> they like onions. <laughs> the dog's name was Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> you can't die, you fool. You're a guardian. <laughs> I am the last one. 
god. Little Dragonheart for you there. Oh yeah. I actually only ever saw that movie once, so I didn't quite get it. I didn't get the right your mind. Who else is in that? Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid is the. I love Dennis Quaid. Yeah, Dennis Quaid's cool. His brother, not so much. Although he was great as Cousin Eddie. Who's his brother? Uh, Randy Quaid. Yeah. He's Who's he's kind of a train wreck of a person in recent years. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I for some reason I don't can't recall who that is. Uh he played uh cousin Eddie in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't yeah. they don't look related. <laughs> He he's the guy who uttered the line, Merry Christmas. Shitter was full. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's weird how much that uh singled <laughs> that out. <laughs> which uh, which I incorporated into the intro for our you Christmas really did. episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um that is uh, like that that is like peak Christmas music to me is like the music in that bit. The like yeah. kind of like kind of like like low version of um Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer that low like I don't know what instrument they use but like a tuba and a accordion <laughs> I thought it was yeah yeah there you go yeah there you That's go the musician yeah <laughs> it's a volatile <laughs> situation we have volatile a situation yeah, and he says, uh, anything can happen when a game is corrupted. And he's got a head like a headset, and I'm like, Who's who's he talking to? <laughs> is he's this giving a reference a... I don't understand here? He's he's giving a presentation. Yeah, it's it. to make matters giving a worse, talk. I have calculated twenty nine million cycles. Before the stolen energy dissipates and mainframe will be offline. And I'm like, What? <laughs> Well, what is this? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't get this. Uh, I'm actually yeah, gonna take. I'm gonna take to the please. reboot wiki. Please uh, do. <laughs> Snidler uh, translation reboot translation. Oh, hang on, let me get there. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, keep talking about the episode. I'll read. Okay. Uh, I'll read about this. To make matters worse, I have calculated 29 million cycles. Before the stolen energy dissipates and mainframe will be offline. So. But the stolen energy already isn't part of mainframe. Or can it only operate on like emergency reserves for so long? Is that the implication? Yeah. Probably it. Yeah. Yeah, Okay, let's go with that. Makes sense. Why is he also Star Trunk? <laughs> maybe it's a maybe it's you a, guys are the you, you guys Christopher is the Star just, Trek nerd. Maybe Help it's just a here. really bad rendition of Scotty. And so they went like they went even they went, farther with it and just yeah, made him Sean just Connery. Made him Sean Connery said to hell with it. We'll just... So so per the re <laughs> the uh, reboot fandom wiki uh the character's name is number one yeah yeah. and he is supposed to be a riff on commander Riker with the voice of sean connery yeah why 
Well, I knew that he had the. I knew that he had a Riker. I knew that he had a Riker thing because she says, "What do you have for me, number one?" And he's got the goatee. Oh, number one, of course, Jesus Christ! Yeah. So I knew it was a Riker thing, but I'm like, am I missing something? Why is he Sean Connery? Why is he Riker? Why is he Star Trunk in general? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I'm, is Phil, help me fill in the blanks, or am I? Is there none? Is it? Is that just it? There's yeah, because no they they've ref they've referenced Star Trek a number of times on this show. Yeah, so yeah. they they obviously like Star Trek. So just so seeing... they just took two things they liked and fucking smashed <laughs> them together. And... Is that it? <laughs> that's that's what I. That's the okay. impression that I'm getting. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, so the taught us, so the wiki told us nothing. Okay. See, <laughs> listeners, when when you get upset, we don't explain anything. It's usually because there's nothing to explain. <laughs> That's basically it. And the reference is self-explanatory. Uh. <laughs> well, while Christopher's dying on the side, <laughs> and I, I don't know what I was expecting, but. <laughs> Yeah, so Dodd's like, hey, that isn't going to happen. My little brother's in there. And so I can Bob. die, you fool. I am not immortal. <laughs> Here we are, born to be kings. <laughs> <laughs> you apes want to live forever? <laughs> While we're just throwing in random fucking references. <laughs> And then some oh. binomes talk some shit about my boy Bob <laughs> that I don't <laughs> like two zero police binomes are like maybe the guardian should have stayed outside the game to help evacuate the city. And Dot loses her shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then another binome shows up from around a corner wearing a trench coat, looking ominously, and he opens <laughs> his coat up and pulls out a big fucking katana. <laughs> And is like, I've come for your head. He's got a fucking ponytail <laughs> in five o'clock shadow. Oh dear. And then Dot pulls her katana out. I, I will take any opportunity to re- to beat <laughs> to Highlander, Highlander to beat Highlander references into the ground. Oh my god. I have a Highlander tattoo for Christ's sake. We can't even get through an episode of anything without doing a reference to Metal Gear Solid or Highlander. Or in this episode, both. <laughs> or Star Trek. Star Trek or gets Star brought up Trek, a lot, too. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I don't know what I was expecting out of <laughs> you Wikipediaing that. It's like, well, uh, you're right. It's Star Trek and Sean Connery, and that's about it. That's all, all you and, need to know. And that's all there is to say about it, really. I... Fuck <laughs> I... <laughs> I hope we see more of number one. It's so I weird. I hope we do. Yeah. So, but Riker's not even is is he is that he's not even Scottish. No, he's what not. What the fuck am I missing? <laughs> Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Moving onwards. Of all the things they had the rights to, I don't think that was one of them. <laughs> so it's so perplexing to me. Yeah. And like the the one binome, the 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 Sean Connery number one, he's also by the way a gigantic uh, one binome. Sean, <laughs> Sean Rikery. Sean Rikery. He's gigantic. He is three times the size of a normal one binome. He's taller yeah. than Dot. So he's Riker. So yeah, okay. The guy <laughs> he's also huge. really fat. Guy, yeah. There's a lot of tall people on Star Trek. 
Yeah, there mm-hmm. are. Yeah, I like how uh, Riker like qu- like how quickly because like when you watch like the first season, he's like clean shaven and like really slim, and like by like the end of season two, he's already like got a beard and dad bod. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like he's like, all right, I'm on this show. It's a it's a hit. I'm I'm getting paid. You know, I don't yeah. need to try anymore. Hey man, it's a lot of work to keep abs. Uh, uh, I I touch my <laughs> as I touch my stomach in fond memory. <laughs> I've never had abs, and uh, I've been varying degrees of slim throughout my life. I've also been varying degrees of fat, which is uh, <laughs> the reason why I've never had abs. I actually like this. The... <laughs> I actually looked this up a while ago uh, because, like, I've spent so much of my life overweight. Um. It's basically impossible for me to develop abs now because huh. like the the my stomach muscles are so like stre- stretched out. I see. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I I've noticed that I've as I've been like becoming like less fit is that my resting state is just like like almost like distended or like bloated like it's it's farther out rather than like tight. I don't know how to describe it. Um, yeah, and so I always catch myself and I'm like, oh, why is my resting state just, like, with my gut out? And I'm noticing that my default shape is, like, changing from, like, you know, my my pubic area, like, going, like, straight up into, like, my stomach to, like, pubic, pubic, and then that weird, like, male, like, huh, like, like <laughs> slight, like, gut, like, coming out, and I'm just like, huh, not used to that, but I am 33, so... Yeah, I'm 36, and I definitely have a fucking gut now. <laughs> but I can fight it. And it, it star- I started getting it, like, l- like literally within, like, a month of turning 35. And it, it's apparently a really <laughs> common thing for men in their 30s, like, for fat to distribute in their stomach. Hmm. And I'm like, it's like, I'm like, man, my body, like, I turned 35, and immediately my body's just like, whatever, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've been like the Christian Bale of my friends group. That's true, yeah. Like I'm like, wow, like Christopher's like really like thin and he like pulling off the crow like really well. And, and then that... it's just like, oh wow, Christopher's like doing some Batman bulk now. <laughs> he went from the machinist <laughs> to to Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'll go from like uh yeah, being uh like super <laughs> super slim and like kind of in shape to like you know, like 225 pounds with like a big gut. And then I'll be like uh, thin and like kind of muscular and then I'll get fat again and then I'll go slim. And now I'm kind of just, I'm still relatively thin, but as I said, I got a gut and I'm probably about 10 pounds overweight. I don't know how much I am overweight because the, the heaviest I've been has also been the most in shape I've been. So I have no idea where I'd... Yeah, you were pretty oh, jacked for a while there. Yeah. Oh, my default. I I have good genes. My and I was very fit when I was younger and a lot of the muscle memory stuck around, right? It's not it's not uh difficult for me to to keep it. Um yeah, so I don't really know what like a normal like ever since I was 17, 18, like all BMI things say that I've been overweight. Yeah. Even when I at like less than 10% body fat. <laughs> so, who knows? 
Health is a lie anyway, right? As is the cake. Yeah. So you might as well eat it. Get that. (laughs) Speaking of delicious. We have Dot here. Healthy. We've got Dot here. (laughs) Good transition. Uh, I would have preferred it was, it would have been better if it was mouse, but you know, take what I can get. Yeah. I can't wait for us. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait for Snidler to get a mouse uh, episode. He was looking so forward to that, and then he missed that episode. Uh, she uh, comes. She comes back in this season. So, oh yeah, a few times. Oh shit. Oh jeez, um, boy. Um. <laughs> so what's happening, Snidler? Oh, canyon time. <laughs> canyon time. Well, it looks like we got. Uh, oh, but we're we're back in the game. Actually, before that, uh, real quick, uh, um, uh, Dot is talking to the ABCs and is all like, uh, when Bob wins the game, we've got to be ready. Oh, oh, that's yeah, a good CPUs. point. Yeah. That actually comes in. Yeah, the CPUs. Yeah. The episode. Yeah. 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 I I always mix up ABCs and CPUs. I don't know why. Mm. Well, the, a good way to remember is that um, a CPU is in your computer. Right. Yes, and ABC is a channel. Exactly. So, uh, the CPU is part of mainframe, part of your your computer bit, your rig, right? Well, it's not that I I mix up like which one is which. It's when I say the initialism, I'll often say the wrong one. Oh, like in in my head, I know that the the CPUs are the cops and the ABCs are the the viruses. But like sometimes I'll just say the wrong initialism. Verbal dyslexia. Exactly. As I I like to say. And uh, in the game, uh, it looks like some bad news. Yeah, the uh, the mega truck in here. Yeah, the mega truck is driving toward the uh, the tank plane thing. Yeah. And they're in a canyon and there's no room to be. Yeah. Kind of trapped. Yeah, and um, uh, what's his nuts is like, I say, Binky, it's the Matrix boy. Evasive maneuvers. And but then I'm he like, does what this... do you mean? <laughs> like He tries to turn around, but he can't. Uh, yeah, he like, looks like he just on kind of... the control panel, but like they're in a canyon with like four feet on both sides. He tosses his tea, and then he kind of... <laughs> <laughs> I like his, his evasive maneuvers here. Yeah, I know. And then he just kind of like does this motion as <laughs> and he just sits back, lets it happen. Yeah, his evasive maneuver is like like wrestling with like the <laughs> the steering wheel for like three seconds before giving up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I tried. Damn it. Well, you know, yes, I tried. And the weird thing is, like Enzo's in front of Megatruck. Like this yeah. is very Mad Max Fury Road. Like yeah. the cut back and forth, back and forth, the the rock music like amping up. Mm-hmm. Frisket grabs the grabs the steering yeah, this wheel. Is and... So weird. Frisket drives for like two minutes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he takes a hold of uh, Enzo's cart and like steers him away and out of the canyon. You know, I um when I was growing up, like I never really thought much of Frisket because I wasn't a dog person. I'm still not a dog person, really. Right. Cat. I'm a cat person, damn it. Love cats. Um, so, like, I, I never really gave a shit one way or another about Frisket as a character, but watching the show now, I really like Frisket. 
He is, oh, a yeah, damn awesome. good, he is a damn good dog. Yeah, knows how to save Enzo's life when he's like struck with indecision. Yeah, unlike what Captain Capacitor says, Frisket is a good boy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, know what his beef with dogs is, but... Uh, yeah, so... Um, yeah, the... Uh, yeah, Frisket uh, takes control of the air cart and makes successful evasive maneuvers. And, yeah, and meanwhile, uh, Bob, he tries to slam the brakes, yeah. and they don't do anything. And he turns to Hair Doctor in the passenger seat, <laughs> and he's like, where are the brakes? <laughs> Does the <laughs> classic... No brakes! This <laughs> <laughs> creepy laugh. Brakes? <laughs> there are no brakes! Like That's yeah. what you get for slamming my digits! <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I got from that, too. He and even I'm like, like okay, displays his fingers. Crazy dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh You did this to me, and now I'm afraid you will have to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with me and you with me. And so yeah. it kind of like it's like a weird like flash frame where time yeah. freezes and it like photography flashes up close. Uh Binky, um what's his name? The the pilot. Algernon. Eldranon, um, Bob, Air Doctor, but like Binky is holding a plate of Oreos. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so classic. I say, sir. Holy shit. So, from per the reboot wiki, this episode was partially inspired by Brendan McCarthy's unprompted drawing of Megabyte as a truck. McCarthy would later co write and work designs for Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, what? well, there you go. There you go. So. Amazing. So, Cal, you were right on the money. Like, Holy crow. I was joking when I was like, oh, they must have watched this episode. <laughs> Hell, they fucking worked on it. So hold up. The guy that did the, the initial like art design, the sketches for Megatruck. Mega yeah. Ended, ended up, up co-writing and doing designs for Mad Max Fury Road. There you go. Holy shit. Jeez. It was way too similar to be an accident. Yeah, that's that's rad. T- today I learned. <laughs> yep. As soon as I watched this, uh, like, what was it, yesterday, I was like, holy shit. This is the plot to Fury Road. <laughs> In every way. Kaboom. And something weird happens when they eventually smash into each other. Megatruck is so dense and girthy, it just slams <laughs> right through, completely un unharmed, no damage whatsoever of um the 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 shuttle mobile, the the tank thing. Yeah. 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 Dense and girthy. <laughs> dense, long and girthy. <laughs> Yep. Uh, this and guy uh, all the binos on the other side. There. He just plowed it mercilessly. Yeah. Yeah. No brakes, no yeah. lube, yeah. dry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and oh, all the binomes behind it? Holy shit, are they, uh, do they look surprised? Oh, yes, the whole thing comes out in the cow catcher. Oh, some of them are viral and some are normal. Yeah. Oh, they're all like working together. 
Yeah. Oh, that's fucking wild. Oh, cool. I just realized that. Like, I thought maybe, like, these were all viral and the other, like, the ones on the ship were, like, the normal ones or something. The ones on the giant shuttle thing. But no, like, everyone's just hanging out. Huh, cool. Yeah. And um, it's no match for Matt. And then, and then Bob kills them all. He fucking kills them all. Basically, yeah. He just he just flings them everywhere with the cow catcher. Yeah, like a ram. Yeah. <laughs> That's essentially what a cow catcher is, right? It's like a fucking ramp to shove cows off of the railing. Yeah, basically, because cows are there's... fucking stupid and they don't realize that things can run into them. Oh my god, things are coming even more full circle. This guy that I was talking about, uh, his name's Brendan McCarthy. He yep. also did storyboards for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which I've referenced in this episode. Uh, oh, oh, oh. And he did storyboards <laughs> for, get this, Highlander 2, The Quickening. No <laughs> I'm looking at the dude's IMDb right now. <laughs> wow. Your this Highlander is... references weren't even in anything to the episode. <laughs> wow. I said oh, there could be only one, and then you ran with it. <laughs> uh, I, the, I, this, I, is, I, this is a weird coincidence. Yeah, no kidding. This th- this is like such a coincidence, like such a crazy set of coincidences that it's almost spooky. There is but, more... Uh, but it, it lends to that you two noticed the thing with the canister in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you noticed that, and I was like, oh, I never... Yeah, I, I guess... And you're like, no, yeah, it could be like inspired by it. And Highlander? Well, that was just a, a tangent that we ran we ran with. Yeah. But yeah, wow, crazy. So that is much so weird to this episode than we bargained for. So what was his name? <laughs> Brendan McCarthy? Brendan McCarthy, yeah. So Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles um did the art for like the mega truck. Yep. Ended uh, up working and co writing uh with Fury Road. Yep. Uh, he also wrote the last episode, When Games Collide. Oh, he was the one that reboot. wrote yeah. When Games Collide? Yeah, and he wrote, uh, I think it's the season finale of this season, uh, World or Web World Wars. I think Wild. it's episode. Yeah, and he worked on Shadow Raiders. That um, is so weird, though. That all of the little things that we we mentioned, this this guy's actually connected to. That's so Highlander funny. is wild though. Like there's no there's no Highlander references in this episode. That's just Christopher no. loving Highlander. <laughs> <laughs> but like the TMNT thing. That's yeah. but but you but the thing is though is it technically makes all of these off topic tangents on topic. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. I'm calling it. <laughs> this See? Is... We didn't go off topic. Ha ha! <laughs> to anyone who complains about that. Which, to be honest, no one has so far. Hmm. So, Yeah, well, I... That... That's... It's mind-boggling. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad I've... you went off and discovered that. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. 
I don't even know where the fuck we are in this episode anymore. So where we are is Bob just smashed through all the biker binomes. And oh, I, right, I love yeah. this part. Um, oh, me too. It cuts to them. They're all in shambles, right? Their bikes are broken and stuff. And it cuts to um, a zero binome, a little tiny zero binome. With muscly arms. And yeah. um, he's just like uh, the road warrior, right? Yeah. Um, he says, be still, my binomes of war. Just walk Just away. Walk away. <laughs> <laughs> and that's combining two uh, lines from the Road Warrior. Um, because he says, um, after I think it's like a, a boomerang or something, like kills um Mohawk guy. Yeah. Because Mohawk guy has like a like a, a gimp suit kind of like lover, right? Yeah. And he ends up getting killed by the boomerang, and he wants to go and kill them. And he holds him. He's this guy. I can't remember his name. Like the the big fucking muscly villain guy with the hockey mask. And he grabs him and puts him in a sleeper hold. And he's like, be still, my dog of war. And he says another line, right? And he's like clutching and he's like angry. And he's like, losers, losers, wait. Right? As he like puts him in a sleeper hold and then they take right. him off. And right. then he's, his whole thing is, hey, we won't kill you. Like the, the villains of it. Just, just walk away. Just give us the water and just just go. So he's combining the be still my dogs of war and the just walk away yeah. thing. Which is I, I, I think pretty clever. cool. Yeah. I need to rewatch The Road Warrior. I haven't seen it in probably like I think it was about eight yeah, it was about eight year eight years ago now. Well, I think it's interesting that they flat out have like this intimidating mohawk, like crazy, like raider person, right? Um, like have like a like a like a boyfriend partner, right? Yeah. Like when when did it come out? Eighty? Oh, geez, my I'm racking my brain here. Eighty eighty seven, I think. Eight eighty seven. That's that's my instinct. Yeah. And I, it's interesting, too, because he's this huge dude. He can go in and kill them all, right? But, like, lives are a type of resource, too. Oh, God, 81. I was way over. Oh, yeah, I was way over, too. Jeez. Um, and... Well, I guess, I guess that makes sense, because, like, by, by the time 88 came around, Mel Gibson was already, like, a big actor in Hollywood, like, doing oh, lethal weapons yeah, and I stuff. Yeah, I forgot. So... He was a little younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. That was... That was uh... Because he was in Mad Max, and then he was in Road Warrior. Yeah, and uh, back back in the day when he still used his uh, his Australian accent. Yeah. Oh, right. Did, yeah, I know. Did, I always forget that he's in Australian. Mad Max, but did he have it in Road Warrior, or did he try to like not speak with an accent in that? No, he he did in um uh in the Road Warrior, from what I remember. But like as soon as he started uh, getting roles in Hollywood, like he completely switched to uh, um, an American accent, except for in *Lethal Weapon*. *Lethal Weapon*, he has a tinge. Well, the the first one. Well, he's tr- he's trying to do an yeah. American accent in *Lethal Weapon*. He does it. He does pretty well at it. It it comes out every now and then. But hmm, yeah. You know who's Ooh. terrible at hiding their Australian accent is Sam Worthington. Oh, which uh, one is he? He's that guy. 
he's like the most like milk toast, like white dude, <laughs> generic actor that was big. That was kind of big ish for about a decade ago. He was kind of in everything for a few years there. He was in Avatar. He was in the Clash of the Titans remake. Yeah, he's oh. the main dude, and he's Jake yeah. Sully in Avatar. Yeah, <laughs> he was uh, in Terminator. Terminator Salvation. Salvation. Right, right. Yeah, right, right. yeah. He was in a the, yeah. Yeah, he was in uh, uh, a bunch of... He was in everything for, like, two or three years there, and then he kind of just disappeared. But the yeah, dude was, is like, fuck- hot shit for two years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the dude is fucking terrible at hiding his... Uh, at, like, maintaining an American accent, because, like, his Australian accent would pop out in dialogue regularly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, I wonder what ever happened to him. Because he kind of just disappeared. Yeah, that, I don't know. Is he still alive? He could be. <laughs> <laughs> Making Avatar sequels. It. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's like three more coming our way, isn't, aren't they? Three, five, twenty. <laughs> who, who even knows? Right. They're making them all at once, kind of like uh, Lord of the Rings. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I think the next one's supposed to come out It like 2023 or something like that and i'm like Uh-oh. i'm like guys like that's what like 14 years after the first movie came out yeah that's, oh jeez. yeah i had wondered why they like isn't it kind of lost its steam i mean other than like weirdly being the highest grossing film of all time for a quite a while there like did other than that, like it never even really had steam. Like that movie had no pop cultural impact whatsoever. Like who the fuck talks about Avatar anymore? Like nobody. Even, even after, no. even like a year after the movie came out, who the fuck was talking about? Yeah, it was Avatar. so weird. Okay, this is why people went and watched huge. it because it was yeah. the first movie in 3D that blew people's fucking minds and actually looked good instead of blurry. Yeah, it was weird. It stayed in theaters so long. I worked at Blockbuster at the time. That's how Me long too. ago it came out. Yeah, it it yeah. came out on DVD and Blu-ray while it was still in theaters. Yeah, that Blimey. that's weird to me. That I've yeah. I worked at Blockbuster for a, more than a few like a, a few years, and usually by the time the movie comes out, it's like on DVD and stuff, right? It's long <laughs> after the movie's done being in theaters. Yeah, the the cycle was usually like most movies would leave. Uh, major markets after about a month or so. If they're su- like really, really successful, they'll most like the some theaters will hold on to them for like two months. Um, yeah. But generally, uh, the cycle was um, the movies would come out on home video anywhere from three to five months after they originally debuted in theaters. Yep. And this motherfucker was still going strong. Yeah. But one of my favorite one of my favorite reviews I've ever read was uh, a review on I can't remember what website it was, but it was a review of Avatar. And what they did was they copy and pasted their review for Dances with Wolves and <laughs> took like all of the names and used like strikeout and changed them to just names of characters and places <laughs> from Avatar. <laughs> Dances that... with Wolves with Kevin. Yeah, uh, Kevin Costner. Cosner. Yeah. yeah. My mom's favorite movie. It's yeah, a really good movie. Too. It's kind of funny. Serious? <laughs> yeah. Why is that a mom movie? 
I don't know, but it's I. I my I my mom it. really likes it too. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Kevin Costner yeah. was like, you know, the the shit for like moms back in the day. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Hey, he's a good actor. I I yeah. like a lot of Kevin Costner. I movies. still maintain to this day that Waterworld is underrated, <laughs> and it's a fucking amazing movie. I will agree with you there. I love that movie. I don't care what anybody says. I've actually never seen it. Really? Yeah. I will fucking watch Waterworld with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got five movies to watch tonight, damn it. (laughs) I love it. It it was ahead of its time, I say. Oh, yeah. Character actor, um, uh, fuck, what's the, uh, who's the guy from Speed? The bomber, uh, Um, Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper is the, um, the villain villain in that, and holy man, it's, it's his, um, Magnum Opus. Yeah. Like he is fucking great in that. Like oh I, yeah, fucking glass eye flies it, around it was, all the time. It was it was kind of it was kind of Mad Max on the water, wasn't it? It is Mad Max on the goddamn water. Yeah, oh, there we great. go. That's what it is. That and is literally what it is. We're yeah. bringing it full circle here, folks. Yeah. yeah, water and dirt is like worth like its weight in gold. Yeah, and yeah, blood. yeah, yeah. A lot of smoking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of um, Kevin Costner, uh, you know, doing watery shit and not talking and being a fish, yeah. being a fish. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers for Waterworld. God. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I got excited <laughs> there. Be yeah, still, no, my binomes of what? Lord Humongous. <laughs> I just remembered the bite. The the leader of like the, those like marauders are uh, the raiders. Lord yeah. Humongous. Straight up, no, no subtlety there. <laughs> That's funny. What a you know, fuck, what a you great know, resume title! Imagine having Lord Humongous on your resume. <laughs> you know, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, was Big like large, huge. One of was the second movie that I remember ever seeing in theaters. The first was Willow, nice. but the second one was Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Red. That was a good one, starring Kevin Costner. Yeah. I actually yeah. have not seen it. It's a great movie. It's I've seen movie. one with that other that Australian guy, uh, Russell Crowe. Yeah, I saw yeah. that one. Yeah, I, that I one. Did I watch the wrong one? I didn't <laughs> bother. Uh, I watched it for the first time like a couple of years ago, and not bad. It's a pretty forgettable film. Yeah, but, but it ain't no but, uh, first night with Richard Gere. Oh shit! Oh man. And Sean that, Connery. That 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 one didn't. That I felt like first night didn't really know what it wanted to be between. Um, oh God! I remember watching this. Flick. I remember yeah. watching this movie on Super Channel back in like 1999. Yeah, it has a little something for everyone. Yeah. I like that. Um, the the test the, the the test with like the obstacle course. The 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 gauntlet. Yeah. 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 I like yeah. it, and he's like, like, "You, f- you fucked my wife." <laughs> oh, I suppose you can be a knight. <laughs> Next time, you better let me watch. Next time, you better let me watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, the- sorry. So, Lordy us is like, "Be still, my binomes of war. Just walk away. Just walk away. You can do whatever you want to my wife, providing <laughs> you give me head first. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and you say thank and and you say thank you, my king. Oh my god. No spitting, damn it. It is unbecoming of a knight. <laughs> Coming. <laughs> oh. <coughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> reboot. So it's the same initiation I do for all my knights of the round table. <laughs> oh my! <Yeah. laughs> Sorry, God. Um, uh, so we're in reboot Mad Max world, right? Uh, one of the Binums lost his arm. He gets exploded. He's okay. Uh, He's still uh. good. <laughs> uh, biscuit, sir. Biscuit, sir. <laughs> As he uh, binky hands Eldrinon uh, some Oreos. Somehow he didn't... Oh, and then um, Air. I'm never going to remember that name. Eldrinon. Eldrinon? i surprised I remembered. <laughs> it's it's going to be out of my brain immediately after we're <laughs> yeah, done recording. Those names. <laughs> and um, he... Eldrinon and binky. Those emergency like oxygen supplies from planes mm. like pop down from the ceiling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And we're finally uh, back to Enzo, and there's a minefield. Yeah, for some reason, and, and, and Frisket is, is just kicking ass. He's still driving. Yeah, <laughs> hell of a dog. Oh yeah, at Frisket, and it shows like a console that Frisket yeah. is looking at, like cross-eyed, <laughs> and there's a, a nose cam that says yeah. smelly vision. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he's smelling. This isn't what Frisket's looking at. This is showing the viewer, us, right? Yeah. How Frisket is navigating the minefield. He can smell the mines. Super dog smelly vision. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Smelly vision. Smelly vision. Smello vision. That was a thing for a while. Yeah. That was. People tried to make it a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's strange. I think there were only ever two Smell-O-Vision films made. I, I thought there were zero. I, I thought, yeah, I thought it was just a myth. I thought it was a thing that do. Yeah. All right, I'm looking it up. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> and, uh, anyways, Intent, yeah. Intense typing. Um, it's not even in... It's not even. It's just I have a pretty dope mechanical keyboard that's really <laughs> loud. <laughs> Yeah, I can't get away with sneakily searching things on my computer either. You just hear typing in drama. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, um, one smell of vision film. Uh, the huh? 1960 film Scent of Mystery. Christ. Scent I was hoping you were going to say The Scent of a Woman. Can't believe that's the fucking movie he won an Academy Award for. Who did? Uh, Al Pacino. Oh, really? What? I did not know that. Yeah. Huh. I mean, yeah, of like, of like all the roles he's done, that's the movie that he wins an Oscar for. Must have been a slow year. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And uh, the camera's going nuts here with the episode, Mac, uh, like Fury Road style. And it yeah. zooms in on Bob, and he's like, all right, Mega Truck, let's get Let's get it. Busy, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All intense, gritting his teeth. Intense, yeah. The camera does. You could literally see the um that this influenced Fury Road. The camera zooms in on him. 
the the music picks up beat it zooms in on his foot hitting the gas <laughs> zooms in on him like changing gears it's like fucking it's wild it's fun this is insane yeah it yeah cuts to enzo driving over the canyon and then fong appears with his little whirly copter and somehow says, saving <laughs> and and frisket is holding on to the front with his mouth yeah basically yeah so fong saves enzo and frisket and he's like uh, principal office airlines at your service <laughs> please yeah what does he say please take your seats and oh, fasten yeah. your seat belts safety belts and i'm like there's no extra seats on there bro i understand <laughs> you're just making a joke but <laughs> Like, this is not kicked, the time, man. I would have kicked Hair Doctor out of the passenger seat like 20 minutes ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, so this is great. Yeah, so we're back at the, the mega truck, and yeah. Bob says to Hair Doctor, he's like, I want you to get out there and tell Hack and Slash to unhook the trailer when I sound the horn. You got it? And, and fucking like, Hair Doctor's like, oh, oh my digits. My digits. I <laughs> like the Bob just like grabs him and drops him out of the truck. <laughs> like, yeah, out the door. Just fucking go. <laughs> and and then, he, uh, yeah. Sorry, go on. Nope. The user oh. suddenly seems to have a gun. Yeah. Or was I wrong? Did yeah, I, am yeah, I remembering he, wrong? He's, he's, he's been taken something? out. He's been taken out tires on the yeah. truck. He's literally like he has a gun. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he's uh, and... sh- shooting up the tires, and Bob notes that uh, apparently if they lose one more tire, then it's game over. <laughs> and so yeah, the, like the you... speed, <laughs> yeah. um, Enzo, and which Bob... we've now referenced is a movie we've now referenced three times in this podcast. Jesus, um, <laughs> that wasn't even a reference to it. I just remember the, at one point uh, one of the the wheels gets blown off. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> Fong says, uh, you need to go down there and help Bob, um, but you can't um, defeat the user. So you have to do it without deleting the user. Oh, yeah. Enzo says, we got to get the user out of Bob's case. Yeah. And then, yeah, and he, says, and then he's yeah. like, I have an idea. And then he turns yeah. to uh, Frisket and he's like, okay, it's all up to you, Frisket. I'm like, that's not an idea. That's just getting your dog to help you again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And Frisket looks at him like, what? <laughs> uh, so, uh, the user is uh, just about to shoot out another tire, and then uh, someone's horn is honking. Yeah, sorry, the car that's part of the, that's, that's part of the, 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 the show. <laughs> hey! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't need, no, it's, don't need to apologize, it's fine. <laughs> it it kind of fits with the episode, really. It kind of does, yeah. <laughs> and Hair Doctor inadvertently helps. But, Which I don't cause... really, I don't really get why. So Hair Doctor like uh, is crawling across the side of the truck, and he yeah. ends up blocking the way of one of the tires, and the user doesn't shoot. Why? Yeah, he's like trying to shoot around him, and he doesn't shoot. And I'm like, the... just shoot you... him, yeah. shoot him. You're playing a yeah. Mad Max game, and you're afraid to shoot a bad guy. Yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah, it's... even like waves. Hair Doctor like waves to the user. Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah, that's right. Hello. 
And um, eventually, um, the the Fong O Copter launch launches Frisket at the user, and Frisket. And as I've we've talked about, is like actually like physics defying, right? He is he is infinite density, yeah, as yeah. I like to joke around with, and he completely absolutely stops the user's Batmobile in its tracks. Like, completely yeah. stopping it. Yeah. By grabbing onto um, the the rear... What is he grabbing onto? I can't see. The hitch or something? Bumper or something? Or a or bumper or... Something. Yeah, like a hitch or something. Yeah, it looks like a, a, like a trailer hitch, yeah. And um, the user gets pissed. It breaks off. Frisket kind of, like, gets angry, tosses it aside. And it's like coming down to the wire because uh, Bob honks the horn, and Air Doctor is like, "All right, pull the pin!" And he's like yelling at Hack and Slash, and it's like as if he stopped mid sentence. He's like, "Pull the pin!" And then he stops and thinks for a second, and he's like, "No!" no. <laughs> but Hack and Slash are like arguing. Yeah, and they say some like Jewish stuff. Yeah, I don't mean that weird. in any weird way, but they're like Jawal Chanel, like some that's that that sounds like Hebrew. <laughs> yeah, I know. You it know, sounds like I, Yiddish or something. I didn't yeah. even pick up on that. Yeah. Hold, hold up, you guys continue. I'm gonna I'm gonna look look this shit up. Uh, yeah. So they they pull the pin and uncouple the trailer. And... It means yes. Oh, huh? Jawal means yes. Jawal. In um, wait, what the? F- it's German. It's German. Huh. so they start speaking German. And now, um, for Middle High German, now, uh, nimble, bra- or quick, quickly. Oh, oh okay. Meaning fast or quick. Hmm. Hmm. Today I learned. So they're like, uh, yes, uh, quick. But like in German. So sorry, <laughs> uh, Yiddish speakers. I, <laughs> for some reason, I thought that was, yeah, Hebrew or something. It's German. Hmm. And speaking of German, um, oh, it's because Herr Doctor is there. Der. Okay, got yeah. it. Right. And he screams, you dummkopfs, you're on the wrong side. Which they are. They're still they are. standing they, on the side of the trailer. They bail. And it's weird. The trailer goes like front over end and like completely disengages, right? Like flips. Yeah. Flattens the user. And then as the computer's like, get game oh, oh, over. Um, the, the energy tanker. Flies across the bridge towards the principal office that's in the game, and like explodes. Yeah. So is that returning the energy to the principal office? Yeah. That right? that yeah that whole thing that went down had to like was time had to be timed absolutely perfectly because the tanker squished the user. Which which yeah, ended the, the game. game, which ends the game, but it was able to slide into the principal office just in the nick of time before the the GameCube went which left. Pretty genius. It seems to stabilize. 
right? Like GameCube straightens up, turns yeah. like like square again, and then yeah. just shoots off and says game over. And as it shoots up into the air, um an intact megabyte is staring up into the sky. Yeah. As if his like dreams were just crushed. I transformer. <laughs> I I was Optimus for a brief moment. What does he actually say? My Transformer. Yeah. I thought he said... Because that's what the subtitle says, but that's not what I heard. All right, let's no, enhance. It, yeah, that's what I've been hearing for years. Uh... Sometimes what we think we hear isn't always... What we hear. Listening, listening. Listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he says. I thought he said my chance former. No, he says my transformer. He he just says it like weird and slowly. Like I heard hmm. transformer. Like, but he em- emphasizes the s like he's almost saying tra- trance. Yeah. No chance, not trance. My yeah, chance, my, my chance, former. I don't know. I, I think he's saying transformer, my dude. <laughs> well, that's what the subtitle says. But what it, what do transformers have to do with this? Well, it could be like not like you know the the robots in disguise. No, 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 I know. I just mean like what is like I I don't understand the like what the line is supposed to well, mean all a transformer is like you know with um like power lines right yeah. um all it does is um it increases the reduces or increases voltage of uh, current going through right mm-hmm. right so presumably um it was able to harness the print the the principal's energy like some sort of like transformer and not get too much or not get too little, like take exactly the amount he needed without it being like blowing up, for example. But it's just, I, I'm with you on that because no one else has called it a transformer up to this yeah. point. When I was a kid, I thought he missed being the truck. <laughs> he that, liked being the truck and he was like, also my sense. transformer. Like he he's lo- he 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 experienced bliss for the first time in his life driving around as a big fucking truck out in the desert, <laughs> or somebody steering him. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's that that was mine, but I, I think he's talking about the energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like to think that he like he's like I had it. I was so close to achieving eternal bliss. Bob even pulled my horn. It was everything I could have wanted. <laughs> uh, Bob was inside me. <laughs> and, oh my dear. And uh, Bob is also there. <laughs> and, I, uh, sorry. I finally had Bob inside of me. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man and Bob's there and he's like nice try Megabyte better luck next time and uh, Megabyte's not happy new yeah he's Uh, about to fuck Bob up but then like presumably all the ABCs have uh, uh, returned from Tim Hortons because there's a (laughs) fucking lot of them 
Yeah. Yeah, a lot of CPUs. And um, Dodd goes <clears throat> after Megabyte puts out his Wolverine claws, getting ready to fuck. Did I say Bob ABCs Wolver? again? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <God> <laughs> <damn> it, yeah. <laughs> CPUs, Jesus Christ! See, and this is what I mean. Like I, I say the wrong initialism, even though I know like which one is which. And they have hockey sticks or something, or batons, or oh no, sorry, the blue lights of their cars. I thought were the ends of their energy batons, and that they almost made like hockey stick shapes. No, no, I'm. Don't worry, they're they're stun batons. <laughs> the entire team is out here. Wait, are they stun batons or dildos? <laughs> hey now, hey. <laughs> they are kind of floppy. One straight up has a shotgun. <laughs> like a, a pump action shotgun. <clears throat> the one on the left. Yeah. Shotgun in the bum? No, he's holding <laughs> bang, a real baby. Oh my god. <laughs> what the heck? I thought they couldn't have like guns they had to cartoonify them well i think they're kind of <laughs> steering away from the s p at this point yeah yeah shotgun in the bomb yeah. is actually a song by the way i i'm yeah. sure i'm sure uh, it is yeah. <laughs> it is the the trailer that i made for uh uh too much energon our uh beast wars podcast the trailer that i made for it the music that's playing in the background is the instrumental music from the song shotgun in the bum Amazing. <laughs> it's a hilarious song and video. Listeners, go check it out. Look there it up you on YouTube. It is a side project of Christopher Bowes, the frontman of Ale Storm, a band oh. I'm very, very been very, very fond of since 2008. Yeah. He's been fapping to them ever since. Yep. <laughs> Shamelessly. Well, that makes sense. Spe- the- I even met the dude. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah, I met Christopher Bowes back in 2009. Oh, that's cool. Did you get a sweet high five? Uh, you know, I don't remember. I was a little intoxicated. Just a little. Just a little. I was at a so, concert, okay? <laughs> so Dot here has Megabyte surrounded, and he goes, I see. Well, until next time, Guardian. And I'm like, can't you guys just kill him? Like, please kill him. He is a huge detriment to... I understand they're like Batman, and it's a cartoon. It's for kids, right? Yeah. But, like, <clears throat> sometimes you should kill the Joker. Right? Like, Batman should have killed the Joker long ago. And I'm feeling like they should just be like, you know what? You're under arrest. And if he doesn't come with them, like, let the shotgun binome, like, fuck him up. Yeah. Yeah. And then he says goodbye to the true guardian of... Uh, mainframe, and he's like, Ms. Matrix, until next time. And uh, he boards his uh, limo thing. Yeah, How and did Slash are in it for some reason. <laughs> yeah, and they're they're uh, all smashed up, and they're like, we did it again, boss. We we fell apart. We broke up. We broke up. <laughs> <laughs> we broke up. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this <laughs> screenshot that I I just paused it. Oh, I think I found the show art. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> let's let's see it. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna post it. Uh, what do we got here? <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Bob! <laughs> <laughs> In so space. Oh wow, that's so it's, good. It's a little busy. 
there's a lot of there's a lot going on in the background there. <laughs> I think that's actually out, a great one. <laughs> out of out of um the, I'm gonna talk some boring like adult speak now. Um the Uh-oh. less the less going on in a picture that people have to squint and look at, um well, the, the more appealing it is. So Fong's like body being in there, but you can't really tell it's Fong's body. Frisket's head not in frame, right? The seat, right? There's so much going on there that actually that is less clickbaitable than say um, just like a funny face with like a single solid color of background. Yeah, actually, the show what I'm probably going to make the show art is just like a uh, a isolation shot of Mega Truck. Yeah. And uh, Bob, uh, sorry, Enzo shows up in his like uh, little cart, and he says something that sparks the. Uh, no, I feel like that was actually mid two thousands. Do you remember when like girls saying that they were like so random was a thing? Yes. For, yes. Uh, I mean. Yeah. The the cringy era of the mid two thousands. Yeah. Is there anything cringier than the two thousands? I we I actually know. We had a uh, a coworker at Blockbuster Video who used to say that all the time. Everything is random. A uh, a coworker that I uh, quite quite infamously was not fond of, much to <laughs> other coworkers' uh, amusement. <laughs> of course. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I what, think I know whatever. That whatever. It's been like what, thirteen whatever. years. It, it's fucking Kimbo. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hated that chick. But yeah, she used to say that all the time. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> About everything. About everything. I'm sorry, little one. <laughs> uh, what's there, happening? There, there was this one time, and uh, another coworker of ours, uh, like, just thought witnessed this and just thought it was the funniest thing to the point that he brought it up, like. A f- several times over the course of like the next like few years there was this one case where uh we were working at blockbuster and the movies came with these in these cases that were like locked and you basically had to like put them over like a magnet or something a magnet or like spikes or something to pull the plastic like thing that locked the case out yeah, yeah, yeah. right it was a yeah it was a Right. At Blockbuster, it was a magnet, and it pulled like this yellow bar out. And at Movie Gallery, another video store I worked at, it was Spikes. Okay. Um, so uh, Kimbo was uh, standing in front of this thing. She was on till right beside me to my left. And she was standing in front of this thing, like just like blatantly flirting with this customer to the point, like I'm talking like one leg in the air, like level of flirting. And like I was trying to rent movies to customers, and she was just spending so much time fr- flirting with this one guy. And uh, I was like, I was like, "Hey Kim, can you uh, step aside so I can unlock these movies?" And she would, and then she'd like move back, and, and she'd move back, blocking the magnet again. And like the third time this happened, I finally just said, like right in front of customers and everything, I was like, "Can you just fucking get out of the way?" <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> totally what I would have done. <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, uh, another coworker of ours like saw this and just thought it was like the funniest thing. 
Anyway. It reminds me of the same story with her where uh, I was um, I was like, oh man, of course, like, you know, 10 minutes before we close up, um, a ton of these like movies get dropped in like the the bin. Um, and I go over to like go grab them and she's like, <laughs> she's like, isn't that ironic? And I like peek my head up and over, and I turn to her and I go, "That is ironic," <laughs> and just like smile. And she like looks at me nervously, like and like kind of like awkward. She's like, eh, huh. like not. Like, I don't even know why I reacted like that. I just like stared at her with like a weird smile and was like, "That is ironic." And she was like, "Oh," huh, and kept going. And Mike was there. And he, for some reason, like he, yeah, Mike, Mike is the one who him. thought it was that was really funny when I said yeah. that to her. Yeah, yeah. And Mike was there. He just like started laughing, and I continue doing what I'm doing. And she's like, "What? I, I don't get what's funny." And just <laughs> the, the 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 phrase like that is ironic was just like a, a nonsensical like joke <laughs> between us for like years. Uh, another fine example of just how fucking dumb this woman was. She uh, told our boss like, because she was scheduled to work this one shift, and she told our boss that uh, she had a specialist appointment that day. Uh, uh-huh. It was a Sunday. What fucking specialist are you going to go see on a Sunday? Absolutely mm. zero. Right. So she, but she, uh, our boss for whatever reason bought it. She had this weird soft spot for Kim. I don't know what it was. Um, but yeah, our, our boss bought it. And so she, uh, gave Kim the day off. And then, so what Kim was at, what was also going on that day was the zombie walk in Nanaimo. Oh, and I know that that's what Kim wanted to do because she fucking came in that Sunday because I was working. She fucking came into the store in zombie garb. <laughs> like she and she, you were covering her shift no i wasn't i was just just happened to be working that day but she lied right. to our boss to get out of a shift saying she had a special quote-unquote specialist appointment on a fucking sunday when she really just wanted to go to the zombie walk and then she comes into the store that she was supposed to be working at you know what Good. <laughs> like Good jesus christ that's some that's some that's some I don't give a fuck energy. I, I actually appreciate that. <laughs> I I don't think that's I don't give a fuck energy. I think that's just I'm a fucking idiot. I'm energy. 18 and I don't have any int yet. Yeah. Uh well, speaking of Dalt, we got Enzo. <laughs> yep. And uh Enzo here is wrapping up the episode and she's like Enzo, how dare you go into the game? You know you're not supposed to have fun and help, even though you're often useful. Yeah. No, she's actually exactly. like, are you okay? And he's like, sure, Dot. <laughs> and she's like, never run off to a game alone like that again. And I'm like, he, he just because you're there doesn't mean he was alone. There were like 50 binomes in the, <laughs> in the game, and Fong, and Bob. Like and hack and slash, who were neutral parties. Like he's ne- he's never been less alone in a game than this game, and she's lecturing him about running off to a game alone. <laughs> to be fair, these binomes that end up in these games are rarely useful. It's true. Mm, true. 
Which is why Bob, Dodd, and Enzo always race into the games, because they're the only, like, relatively capable individuals. I feel like Dodd only races into it if she has a reason. Otherwise, she's just accidentally caught into it. Ah, uh, fair. But yeah, after she lectures Enzo, Dodd is like, I'll talk to you later. And I'm like, oh, they're gonna hate fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, yeah, so it's like, you, no, Enzo, you shouldn't follow me into games. And he's like, oh, I know, I'm sorry. But like, Fong and Frisket kind of give Bob this look that's like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. And so Bob's like, but I couldn't have won the game without you. Thanks, Enzo. And he smiles. And what? it's credits. Thank yeah, you, Ian Pearson. Pearson. <laughs> Reboot will return after these messages. Except it's there are no messages. It's the credits. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was that was bad, Bob. That was should we, uh, bad, Bob. Should we do some scoring of bad, Bob? Yeah, Cal. Do you want to explain the uh, the our rating scale? Since I, I fuck it up every single week. With the, yeah. Last week, I actually managed to get through it properly for the first time ever, but why don't you take it? All right. So at the end of the episode of Alpha Numeric, uh, Aiden, Christopher, and I like to... I'm sorry, give... who? Who? Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, AP Snidler, Christopher Siege, and NeoCal <laughs> <laughs> like to give our um, our ratings, and it's a four-scale rating. So if it's one through four, it would be, uh, this is bad, very bad. To um, the the second one is I don't think so. So this is bad, very bad is like you know zero or terrible. We didn't like it, and I don't think so is like it wasn't atrocious. It wasn't offensive to our senses, but it, it wasn't good. To that was easy enough. So that was easy enough. Is oh, it was an enjoyable episode. It wasn't wow factor. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the fourth one is alphanumeric, which is the episode's fun. It's great. We love it. We want to watch it again. So, on that scale, uh, why don't we start with Christopher Siege? What do you give it? I'm giving it a top tier alphanumeric rating. I'm going to say it now. Uh, Next to Talent Night, this is my favorite episode of the entire series so far. Ooh. All so. right. There, there's no need for us to like really summarize why. Like we just spent like a shit ton talking about all the references and how great it was. Yeah. And like yeah. I said, yeah. you'll never, you may never hear me say this again. Bob was cool this episode. <laughs> <laughs> how about Aiden? Um, I'm gonna uh. Cut out. Uh, yeah. This always right. happens at the very I, end. Yeah. I don't know why it always happens at the very end. <laughs> I'm giving it a alphanumeric because this is definitely one of my absolute favorite episodes of the series. Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty much seconding Christopher Siege on this one because yeah, just yes. Awesome. Chef's kiss. Yes. <laughs> it's an alphanumeric. It's <laughs> <laughs> I shall give it an alpha numeric. 
rating as well. Uh, awesome. It, I, I haven't revisited these since I've watched them as a kid. But like, holy shit! Like this, this episode is great. Yeah. Yeah, like, and we we learned a ton. Like we learned that the actual guy to design the truck went to go and design vehicles and like co-write Fury Road. Yeah, and that... he worked on TMNT. And Highlander, yeah, that Highlander? all that shit, all that shit, fucking blew my mind. This is like uh, this is like Christopher's new hero. <laughs> this is like a, 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 a treasure box full of surprises. This whole episode, yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool it's references good. and um and awesome facts apparently, and Road Warrior references galore. Yes. And uh, that's it. That's our golden seal of approval. Our golden disc of approval. <laughs> oh shit! Stamped. Oh shit! Did I just did Cross I just over. reference our under other podcast? Uh oh. Uh oh. I did. I did. <laughs> if you like this, but you also like Beast Wars, Christopher and I talk about Beast Wars in our podcast called Too Much Energon. You should be able to find us wherever you found this. It's all under Laser Comb Productions. Yeah. Yeah. Separate feed, just search for Too Much Energon. The latest episode is up. It is a chonk of an episode. We record. We talked about the final three episodes of season one of Beast Wars. That is a three and a half hour long podcast, ladies and gentlemen. And we mostly stayed on topic. Uh, It's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Like, great. Um, yeah, so check that out. Uh, go to our website, uh, www.alphanumericpodcast.ca, where you can find embedded players of all of these episodes of this show. Uh, you can find social media links to our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash alphanumeric podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, send us an email, alphanumericpod at outlook.com. We'll be yeah. back next week with the fifth episode of season two of Reboot, Painted Windows, which, Ooh. to be perfectly honest, I don't remember this episode whatsoever. I I don't. I don't even know if I've seen it. This does not ring a bell at yeah, all. I remember, I remember this episode well. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. The, it's, it's amusing. The, we will get into that later on. Yeah, the synopsis of it is Hexadecimal accesses the system's paint program and mainframe is her canvas. She yep. soon begins to wreak havoc, causing a communications blackout and melting all forms of transport. I don't remember this fucking episode at all. I, oh, yeah. From this point onwards, I yeah. caught Reboot, like, off and on. So, like, this is kind of, like, starting to get into wild territory for me. Like, I don't mm-hmm. remember this. I swear I've never seen this next one. Yeah, same. All right, we're uh, we're running out of time, so we're going to get out of here. Uh, I've been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. Yes, indeed. A- Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I have been another host, Abe. Every time, I swear, <laughs> I swear. So you cut out after you said, "I've been your other host." Seriously? Hey. Yeah, it's so I've weird. Been- I've been your other host, A.P. Sniddler. There we go. There we go. 
And I am anotherest host, NeoCal. And until next time... Game over. My Transformer. <laughs> Donks. Just, just walk away. Be still, my binomes of war. <laughs> Dogecoin? <laughs> there could be only one. Bowl of pasta. Reboot will return after these messages.